0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because
1: Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, <laughs> welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host. Karen. And we're live on a Tuesday, ready to celebrate, Uh, you know, a very momentous occasion. Uh, we really didn't know if this day was going to come. Right? Uh, We didn't think. Mitch McConnell would still be here to see it.
2: Hey, he's still clinching.
1: Uh, it was there is some close calls in there. We lost a lot of legends along the way. Uh, but if you are looking at the show title, the show guest, it's JL Covan, comedian, writer, podcaster, impressionist, uh, and uh now has his uh masterpiece. I, I think that's a fair thing to call it. Uh, his masterpiece stand-up album out uh half blackface i listened to it all today uh honest, honestly it, it does feel like your best work i know you don't like typically uh overhype yourself and all that stuff <laughs> but it it, it honest it's to god funny. like I, I when i finished it i went fuck fuck i get it i see i i, I understand now man what, oh it feels so good amazing work so
0: good thank you and i just Thank you, and I wanted to say I was late today because I had to take an extra long shower because I was red for filth on this morning's episode. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> so I had to get, I had to get extra clean. That's peach. peak, <laughs> that's peak, <laughs> peak righteous I prick. Feel like Bill Mar, Bill Maher owes me money because I feel like, or he, I owe him. Money. It was almost like he was my offensive lineman, like he was doing a little more blocking. <laughs> then you probably wanted to give like 60 40 mm-hmm. but you gave him like 85% of the of the of the attack <laughs> yeah. so i thank you yeah going, shout going out to bill me.
1: well i think um the difference <laughs> is you do your new podcast rain on your parade mm-hmm. uh the it's kind of designed to be like old style righteous prick and right. one of the things i liked right. about old style righteous prick was um, you know, it made me think, but you know, the point of it is to kind of try to have a hot takeish kind of hot, like a disguised hot take, where it's like kind of hot take, not kind of not. And right. um, but but those things always help me, like either sharpen my arguments or it uh, inspires me to 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 like like sometimes I'll even text you or something or DM you and be like, yeah yeah, that's cool, but what about this or something? Right. But this no, time and, that, and the thing about. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, but with this one being about the writer strike, it made me feel like I haven't been doing my job, which is more of a like, oh fuck, I guess I haven't really been illustrating that. I'm just a normal. I'm more representative of a writer strike than any of these right. big name motherfuckers right. that everyone gushes over and comes when they join the line and shit. I'm like, those people are doing all right. It's it's the it's the motherfuckers that's like, I don't know if I'm gonna eat again. That that, that have been lost in this. Right. And um, you know, I think everyone kind of has their own things about the strike, especially in the mm-hmm. age of social media. You know, it's hard to a lot of shit's intertwined. You know, but yes. uh, your your piece made me think. No, and I, I, I found, should, I found your
0: response. I thought your response was was very good this morning because that podcast was recorded. Uh, I want to say like six weeks ago, oh, seven okay, weeks yeah. ago, yeah. <laughs> okay. like that Ah, okay. And so, for me, what it was about. With that, like there's there are episodes coming up, like there's one that will be all about the people who, um, you know, aren't happy about Joe Biden. And that's probably my favorite one so far, because I basically make the argument like, I'm excited about Joe Biden. I'm, I'm just excited the way a normal person should be about a president. <laughs> right. I'm not going on a date with Joe Biden I'm not excited for Joe Biden like like we're on our fourth date and things are about to get serious. <laughs> I'm excited like things are going well. He's doing the job. The country, right. like like it's it, it's a refreshing change. I like the policies. That's it. Not like I'm ready to die for Joe Biden. Let's right. go. That's like <laughs> if you're that if you need to be that excited, and I make the argument on that episode where I yeah. say, like You know, there's an argument that, like, Obama, people were super excited for him. Now, there was a historical element to that excitement. Mm -hmm. Like, so that's different. But people were disappointed by Obama probably because they were too, understandably, but too invested in, like, oh, my God. Right. And that, oh, my God, led to, like, angry white people wanting to have their own, oh, my God moment. And you got Trump. Whereas, to me, it's like, Biden is the right, I'm the right level of excited about Joe Biden. Yes, yes. And so... But with the SAG, with the SAG episode, that was sort of because I go out of my way as you probably as I know you heard, like, and I'm not saying I agree with them. I agree they should go, like I kept doing that because I was sort of, I felt like I was for the first episode kind of just going for like, not I think this is gonna be a hot take that will get viral, but more like I'm speaking for like my own gut and Mm -hmm. my brain kept interrupting, going, no, no, I know what they're going for and I agree with them. And then I I kind of, while feeling my way out through the episode, was basically like, this is really more of an indictment of how we treat labor in this country. Right. Like, it's not that the actors and writers shouldn't be arguing and getting what they're asking for, because they are right. It's more me reflecting on, but how is this the biggest, like, how has this not happened for so many others yet? Okay. Um, So... It but says, a lot, right. of, it says a lot it says a lot about I was speaking um, partly in ignorance also I I'm, I'm not gonna yeah. pretend like I was like, no, no rod, I did my research. I was kind of giving voice <laughs> to the this is almost like the gut instinct response to seeing actors and writers like demanding yeah. all of these things, but not a not a like fuck you writers yeah it made, me,
1: it made me it made me it made me upset hearing Bill Maher. hearing you made me just be like oh, these are the points that aren't being made that I either wish was made or – because that's the other thing, especially doing game theory. It's not – whenever there's, like, a counterpoint, it doesn't mean you're going to, like, win, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, there's times where, like, I think Bo is saying something that I disagree with, you know, like some of his takes on LeBron I I just disagree with. But it's good I'm in the room to raise the obvious fucking, like, hey, but what about this? Because it a lot of times sharpens his point or he takes some sting out of certain points because it's like, oh, yeah, in context, this thing is different. Right. And so I, and it's not just you. I've been seeing people make tweets and shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I think being a writer and around and on social media, I'm, I've been rolling my eyes a little bit because I've been thinking to myself, well, who the fuck doesn't? no it's fucked up you know like right. everyone's explained it even like you now you got rich famous actors coming out and being like i'm actually not that rich you know and you're like okay cool so it seems like everyone gets it um but i think but i do think there's a thing happening that happens with all labor movements when we all agree labor is fucked in america yes but it's whenever one industry and it doesn't matter it's writers now but it'll be uh, the auto workers on September fifteenth, okay. um, and then people are gonna start to like, Repressive. well, what the who the oh, fuck are you? you? You know, I don't give you know, and I think right. that's the vibe. as, that the bus, as a bus out.
0: and train rider though, I support the auto workers, of course. Yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> as somebody who does
0: not drive a car yeah. ever, I'm a hundred percent. When the train, when the train union was
1: fighting, what'd you do? <laughs> if the what? When the train union, when they were getting ready to break were out, were you getting nervous?
0: Um,
1: not, Well, a little bit. Yeah. A
0: little bit, because <laughs> it would have de- derailed my plans.
1: That's why he's the best, guys. That's why he's the best in the business. <laughs> you can expect more of that on half blackface. No, I'm just kidding. It's actually uh, much no, funnier. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think one of the nicest comments
0: I got on Patreon was um, somebody who said, I uh, love the album and love that it's out. But now I really understand why you are so angry because it's right. like, I talk up my shit a lot. I know that because, mm. you know, I feel like a pre 2013, 2015 Kanye mm. where it's like, I've got to do it. If I don't feel that enough people are doing it because no one else will at this point. I don't have right. publicists. I don't have an agent or manager. So it's, you have to be a little bit of your own hype man. Mm-hmm. And, um, But this was the one where, like, it was like, no, no, no. This, whatever you thought of my work—good, bad, great—this is the best. Like that, I know. And and there have been some things I've done that I've been super proud of. This is the best. And then the special, you know, which is like coming out in December. Like, I can't even. I'm like exhausted, even kind of talking (laughs) about this thing anymore. Right, right. I mean, twenty six months after the process began, like this is literally like there are movies. That will have been written, greenlit, delayed because of the strike, and then will come out before before my 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 comedy special. There, there you... are
1: proud boys who will be out of their prison sentence. <laughs> fact, what year is it? How long was I in?
2: Half blackface uh, uh, uh. is now
0: out. What are my grandkids
2: still alive? What the hell is this?
0: So um, confused. So it's uh, but it's it is it's. It's just, it's. I love it. I, I'm like because it was. It was both topical at the time because it was talking about my like sort of quote unquote right. rise to temporary fame, but then I used that as like a pivot to to talk about literally my my life. Yes. As as a half black person who most people don't realize is half black. And yes. Like, a lot of those stories are like, I mean, people telling me I should have fucked this racist chick on yeah. spring break, and I'm like, <laughs> I had had sex with one woman in my life right. up until that point. Why do you think I was going to be like, all right, we a job is a job. We gotta <laughs> be- <laughs> all
1: right. Nah, it's, nah, okay. it's it's timely. It's really smart. Um, it's so like the segues and the the um, transitions are so good um, and clean. Um, there's really no fat on the special at all. Um, and then sometimes when I listen to your special, I always kind of like brace myself because I always feel like there's one joke where you're gonna like purposely Patrice O'Neill the audience like I don't ah! know I don't it's just an impulse yes. inside of you where you're like right, let's see if I can lose them and win them back you know just, let's you know like kind of give my audience some shit and whatever. And this right. one, it either wasn't really in there or just it was so connecting with the audience. They just were going wherever you went. So there wasn't a moment of like, ooh, that's too far. Everyone was like, no, no, I see what you're saying.
0: <laughs> it was, here's the, I'll give you two things now that it's out. The the, the one thing, and I've said this before, is like it was an A-plus performance by me, but the crowd was an A-plus. Yeah. Like the crowd was like, I never like i've had great crowds before but like this was just like we were of one mind for a night mm-hmm. because the video special which is the, which is the makeup taping to get the video right i think i'm actually happier with that set
2: mm-hmm.
0: material strictly speaking material but the crowd was like you know like good they were yeah. they were like a good crowd but they wow. were like on fire for the for the first taping
1: yeah.
0: um so and, you, yeah, and for was, the
1: record, you can hear it, but it's also not that like over the top fake deaf comedy jam crowd right. where like you could have went out there and humped a stool and they would have been like running around. the art. Like, no, they're just a <laughs> smart crowd that they ha- got the jokes they were supposed to get. The ones that were like a little more like you got to think for a second. They thought for a second and then they got it. Like it was man, it's it's just it's I can't h- recommend this special highly enough, man. I oh, It you. was it was and I'll really take, um, good.
0: One behind the scenes thing, one behind the scenes thing is the bit at the end, which which as yeah. we discussed uh, to, just to kill everybody here. yeah, about two weeks <laughs> into my rise to fame in 2020, I knew I know how the internet works, and I first I looked up JB Smooth JL Covan and deleted the photos I had posted in 2014 of me as JB Smooth from, yeah. a, from a video series where I'd done an impression. The next thing I did was DM Rod and say, remember that joke? you, you And it was fine because it was insular. Yeah. So whenever I would do something fucked up, yeah. he would post a screenshot of me as J.B. And at the time, it was like, oh, 95% of the people who see this will will know me because of me or know right. me through the show. Right. No big deal. But now my account is reaching like millions of people and I said people are going to do a quick dive not even if they're looking for cuz it was like a comedy web series so right. somebody might just go I like his impressions let's see this web series and then I'll get the famous this you yep. uh, tweet yep. and because I wanted to explain it on my terms I'm not running from it but right. I wanted to like I wanted to to say what it was about before before I'm defending, before right, I'm going, right. no, no, what you don't get is I'm half black and, and yeah, okay, whatever, canceled or right. unfollow or you're down. So I said that to Rod thinking I would have a special out explaining it oh, much right. sooner than yeah. I did. So Hilarious. So this last bit, everywhere I went for the few months leading up to the taping, I went uh, across the cut, like to different clubs, ran the set but I wasn't drawing enough tickets. I was doing okay. But when you're in a room of like 60 people, instead of 160 or 260, I would get to like 10 minutes left in my set. And I'd be like, I don't think these people are with me enough for me to do the closing bit, Mm. which is called half Blackface, which is about that whole experience. And then a Latin dude calling me out and then being okay. It's, but, so I had the bit written for months. I knew what I wanted to talk about, and I structured it. I never performed it until the night of the taping. Oh,
3: wow. I <laughs> so didn't know how they were going to respond. <clears throat> I wow. did
0: not. And I said, but here's the thing. There's a bit on the video special uh, called Holy Water. Like, that's mm-hmm. in December. There's there's three bits. I've told Rod about the serial killer bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bit on Holy Water and a bit on a professor I had in law school, um, like, being on TV. So those are like the three huge bits that are all like a plus that are only going to be, that I only did that. I started writing after I filmed this thinking this was done. So I was already getting to work on bits for the, whatever my next thing was. Then I realized I had to do it again. So I filtered those bits in and, and took out a few older bits on half blackface. But, um, I had holy water set up as my closer because I knew it was a killer. Because I did not know how the crowd would react to the half blackface bit. Right. And when they killed, I still did Holy Water. But I then told the editor after I was like, just make it sound like the show ended after, like cut out Holy Water. Mm. Make the show sound like it ended, knowing that I have Holy Water on the next taping. Cut it out. So that it sounds like that was the closing bit. Okay. So there's like a slight edit and then just like, thank you, everybody. Because uh, that was what I wanted. But since I never got to test it, right. I needed a backup just I in case. flat. I needed to end up laugh. Yeah. So
1: well, nah, man. It, it, it sounds great. It's it's really sharp, man. I, I mean, I can't wait to see the uh the actual the stand-up video special as well. But um man, it, it just it put a lot of stuff into to focus and um i really love how you told your story through the comedy like uh in the in the age of the one person show you know the the one man show stand-up special like you actually you know were like i'm gonna be funny first and then i'm still gonna use this to give you insight into my life and my point of view and uh i know you've done it before on other albums like similar themes and stuff but Mm -hmm. but i I really feel like this crystallized everything you have to, to say it was just fucking great.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. So yeah, I'm I'm just it was like even after all the anger and, and everything about this process, when it was done and I listened to it, I hadn't listened to it in like ten months. I just was like I I got bitter and angry like, you know, later that night. Yeah. But for like of a course a whole hour. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna sit here and, and be happy that like it is as good as I, it is as good as I've convinced myself it is. Yeah. Like it still is.
1: Nah, man. Yeah. That was amazing work, dude. And then you also have the new podcast, Rain On Your Parade, which if you're already subscribed to The Righteous Prick, it'll come up in your feed. Um, <clears throat> but uh, can you talk- with the new artwork. Yeah, with the new artwork. I mean, and, and the, the title is different too. Like it doesn't say Righteous Prick anymore. Yeah. Either. Um, right. What, so what was, first of all, uh, you already kind of said your banking episodes. How do you decide what a topic is going to be? Do you run it by the co-host guy? What what, what is his name? I'm sorry,
0: Mike, Mike. Mike. Yeah, he's the producer. But you you are completely right in your comment. Like he he is serving almost the way. Remember Mike Payne from from like yes. some of my favorite episodes of the Righteous Brick Podcast, where he was funny and and we that was more of a even even discussion, but Mike is really just sort of like sidekick producer, Mm -hmm. but having someone to perform for. Yes. Keeps me upbeat. Yeah. Yeah. It keeps like, when you listen to me by myself, I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware of this. I hope nobody thinks that I've been sitting there going, this is genius. And people are like, (laughs) I know that half my podcast would be like just manic hilarity. Like I'm, I'm on fire. And then the next episode is like my specials ruined. I'm recording this from the roof of a very tall building that doesn't have protective barriers. And I'm just thinking maybe this is it for me. I don't think comedy or life really is for me anymore. So I get it. I get how those episodes were wild swings. Having in the room keeps me focused in terms of both just structuring the hour, but also I'm performing for something like, I like, I don't get on stage and get miserable. So right. this is giving me like a one person stage so that I keep it where I want it to be. Right. You know, it's not like there won't ever be an episode where I don't say something serious, but like, I do want it to be light and having him there really for, for a bunch of reasons helps me keep it there. So as far as topics, I think the one going up this week, you know, and some of these will be familiar gripes, but a little mm-hmm. more structured and, and and funny in a different way, like nice comedy. Like I think this yeah. is the episode where I officially, you know, go public on um, Ted Lasso <laughs> and Shit's Creek, clip, Debbie Clips, and, um, and then. But my fate. We've done a couple really good ones, but as far as picking a topic, yeah. Um, I just sort of think, it, as you can imagine, it doesn't take me too long uh, to go. Oh yeah, you know what? I don't like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can imagine, and then, you know, it, but I don't want it to be something like tiny I still right. want it to be something broad. so like when I was thinking what would be a good political topic mm. I said well Trump why would I talk about like why would I do an right. episode like I, let me tell you why in case you've missed the last three years of my career here's why I don't like Trump but I thought <laughs> you know who gets on my nerves the people who say the majority of the American people aren't excited about either candidate right. and I'm like, Get out. like yeah. that was sort of the jumping off point to be like I am tired of that because that's a narrative yes. that keeps coming up Yes. And I'm like, you know, ninety percent of that fatigue is really just Trump. Right. <clears throat> yes. like, that's. Not, I'm so tired of Biden. It's sort of like, like when Mitch McConnell freezes within a half hour, people are like, well, you know, Biden's old too, so it's got to be concerning for the Democrats also. Dianne Feinstein is doing the thriller dance in the, in the U.S. Senate, <laughs> right? And people are like, well, you know, Biden's old too, so right. the Democrats can't you know, be happy. I'm like, Biden, I think wants those two around as long as possible. Yeah. Um, buck next to. I was to talking to man. someone.
1: No, I was talking to someone about this the <laughs> other day. Oh, I was on the Insanity Check podcast. Chris is doing his podcast again, so if y'all listen to that, check out the latest episode. I'm on there, but we were talking about the Biden, the Mitch McConnell thing, and the Biden thing. I said, "Yeah, you know what's funny is people will say like Biden fell off that bike, and I'm like, he was on a bike. He's on a bike every right. day, like way more than the average person." Like I get the it's funny like yeah, if you're yeah, a comedian you I don't jokes. think you should like scout scoot, like just act like that's some sacred ground but let's let's put it in perspective Mitch McConnell froze yeah. while standing because he was asked questions he yeah. he looked like he shit himself Diane Feinstein yeah. <clears throat> they asked her how was her absence from the 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 house and she was like what absence I've been here the whole time. To me, those are different categories of, yes. like, not fit to be in office. One dude trips every once in a while. I'll, I'll take it right now. I will, I will yeah.
3: too. And, and, and it's also, you know, one of the things where uh, for some people, and I know that don't mean no harm, everybody's going to get old, but a lot of us age, age ageism. You know, a lot of people think once you get to a certain age, you should just be thrown away. I was like, no, as long as your mind is sharp. Yeah, I think well
1: ageism is what they try to do to Nancy Pelosi.
3: Yes. Like Nancy
1: still was wrangling the motherfucking cats and ain't nobody been able to do it. Shout out to McCarthy. I I I really love how McCarthy <clears throat> is showing everybody how being the House majority leader ain't easy. Because when we took so much shit for granted under Nancy Pelosi, yes. she had the squad straight up some days on Twitter being like, we're undermining her ass today. And she was like, I didn't even call these motherfuckers to see which way they were going to vote because I got my votes. Right. So y'all do what y'all going to do, fam, for the, for the gram or whatever. Right. When you're ready to be serious, call your girl and we'll work out something with some committees and stuff and we'll get y'all squared away. Mm-hmm. McCarthy's out here like, I, I guess we need to get Hunter Biden's laptop. Like, like this motherfucker's getting ran by these bitches. That's the difference to me. And I think, so like, I never liked the Nancy Pelosi criticism because it just felt like she's old and she's been doing it for mm-hmm. a while. She should just quit and let somebody else do it. And I was like, come take it.
3: Right. The fuck?
1: Show, yeah. If you're better, then win over the majority of your fucking colleagues and take the shit. The, the, oh, you can't? Well, then maybe you don't get to be in charge because when you're in charge, it's not going to be easy. The Republicans are never going to let you cry yourself in the office. Right. Hakeem Jeffries got the right kind of like attitude to be the successor because he's a very fuck you type of dude. You need to be that to run it. You can't be everybody's friend. You can't be going on everybody's fucking podcast. Um, but anyway, I love I love the idea of rain on your parade because it brings back that righteous prick energy but without the you know depressive uh you know episode thoughts mm-hmm. and you it's know the, i i, I think is. mike's a good uh person to bounce off of too Agreed. because you can tell like yeah. that you know we all we all like that dopamine hit we all like that immediate response to is this good am i on the right path yeah. um and i and hopefully as mike gets more comfortable with you uh he can challenge you some too because I don't want him to like be the insert like I don't need him to be adversarial. But I think the right, the best right. material comes out of like, oh, but they're gonna say this. And then it's like, oh, I'm glad you said that because this is why that is bullshit right. as well, you know?
3: Yeah, and uh JL, I think for me and I will always say this about your podcast, particularly when you do it solo. You are, I would say, I listen to a lot of podcasts. You are like one of the only podcasts I listen to, to where I go through an emotional roller coaster from I agree to what the fuck JL is talking about to oh fuck you JL to ha that's funny ha 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 that's funny. All right, I guess I'll be back for another episode. Yeah, like, like, like,
1: that's how it is. You skipped over, you skipped over. I hope this guy gets some serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I hope he gets some help. I hope hope today and the last day. You know, it's one of things where you know, in my mind, every time you say you go, you know, you're gonna take your uh, comedy career like choke it to death. I'm like, no, please don't do it. Don't (laughs) do it. Not
1: choke it to death. Drowning in a bathtub.
3: Yes, I'm like, like a like a postpartum
1: depressed mother. Yes. The darkest shit. <laughs> I'd be like, the darkest no. darkest shit for no reason. Right. I, I was like, why do I care about your baby more than you do? I tuned in <laughs> to hear some shit about, uh, <laughs> I, I tuned in to hear why Ted Lasso isn't as good as I thought. But I stayed for, I hope this is an episode where he, he offs himself. Right. <laughs> and we find out later that the righteous girlfriend uploaded it for him as one last tribute Mara. from a suicide note. Like, Jesus Christ. In my, in my will,
0: it says, for you to get, My retirement account. Yeah. (laughs) You have to upload this through Podbean.
3: (laughs) One last time before they release the funds. Right.
1: Oh my God, man. Well, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're doing it. I'm glad the show is 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 getting started because you've been talking about it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, how's everything yeah. going with making podcasts great again? Because I know that you're still grinding on that. I saw I'm a Patreon member, so I saw the hey, we're doing a live show in New York thing today. Yeah. Uh, like so how's everything going over there?
0: uh it's it's good um i mean as good as it can be for me not wanting to do the show anymore um, cause it's because it's, it's i feel like i think and and this is no disrespect to the 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 the, the patreon and right. the hardcore fans we have which are many right but we have 90 percent of our fans i call i think it was it was uh I only learned this term when he died, but Kevin Samuels, Mm -hmm. uh, he was big on like what high quality men. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: I have low quality fans. (laughs) (laughs) Low
1: value. Low (laughs) value. That's what they're called. Low value. value.
0: Thank you. I have low value fans. (laughs) Now I'm saying this here Mm. because there are spaces. Like I will say this on my own Patreon. I'll say this on your show. I'll say this like to Pete Dominic because there are certain people where I'm like, oh, I don't mind saying this right because I already consider your your fan base high value fan, right? And I've right. said that repeatedly about how they show up. They show up for you know your podcast cousins that go out into yeah. the world. They show up and support them. So when I say that, I have no fear saying that because I'm like I'm talking to people that are that are not in that group. But boy, I have like tens of thousands of you are doing not like i'll, I'll like there's this one woman mm-hmm. <laughs> she rep- like i remember when i was performing in connecticut my first gig after the pandemic was in connecticut mm-hmm. and this person wrote to me like what about boston i was like ah, i'm trying <laughs> but like right now this is all i get like yeah gigs are very sparse right i've been to boston three times since she asked <laughs> And two of those three shows, she was like, maybe I'll go. And I was like, you don't have to tell. Like, you're not going. <laughs> like, you're not going. Like, oh, you ju- I don't know what this is, but I don't want to be. I'm cool being friendly or even right. friends with fans. Right. I'm not cool being like an emotional support internet hobby. <laughs> like, like in other words, like, not my, vo- not my content, right. but me. Right. Like, like interacting with me. So that you feel like that, I can't do. And right. and I had this this woman recently. She was like, "I'm gonna get I'm gonna get tickets to this show in this city." And then she wrote, "I gotta get one of those hats." And then her third thing was like, "Oh my god, I need to get a Patreon for this person. I mean, a cameo for this okay. person. Uh, uh, how do I do that?" <clears throat> oh for three, right? I'm just saying oh for three, right? right? Like so, I'm going. What? It's cool if you want to interact. Like if you want to say my video's funny, or you say, "Oh, I like this," and I'll respond yeah. to you. But when you do the thing where you like, you're trying to like, for whatever little internet reason, like, I want to like build a little bit of a relationship here. Don't do that with my business. Don't right. do that with like tickets, merch, albums. That is business. You can right. talk to me about if I post an opinion or a story or something. You can, we can have a back and forth. Very nice. But don't like start trying to like piggyback off of like me promoting something. Go, I gotta get it. How do I do it? Just because you want to have like a conversation and then you don't do those things. Right. It's the only people worth in the, Rod. (laughs) I can't make the show. And by the way, I can't make the show in Charlotte. I'll be getting a virtual ticket, Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to let you know I'm not going to be in Charlotte. Had I not lost my job, I actually would have come down to Charlotte, but now I'm, 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 I'm but Rod, I, I, I want to be there. I support, I love what you and Karen do. I'm unsubscribing. I'm unsubscribing from the ponies, material, but I told, my 79-year-old mother who does not listen to podcasts about your show. And she said, that sounds interesting. She said, that sounds interesting. And if she were into podcasts, she would listen. So right. you love what
2: you're doing. Please and keep doing I'm, it. And
0: now I'm consoling you. I'm never you. even coming to North Carolina. I'm right. never even coming to the state of North Carolina. So future live shows that you have, I also can't make. Yes. but. Biggest fan, biggest fan if you, ever, Love
1: you But if you ever in my part of the country and you do a show here, I'll, I'll make sure to come out it. Oh, cool. Where are you at? Seattle. Oh, we're going to be out in Seattle for and We're doing a live show. Oh, can you do it on 4th Street and Trade Avenue at 730? Because that's when I get off work and I'll be walking through that street. And maybe I can stop by for like a second and wave and then continue to go without paying. Yeah, it is weird because like, now you put me in a weird place where I got to console you that you can't make it. <laughs> right. But it's like, I, I'm trying to have positive vibes. You know what creates positive vibes? Ticket sales and attendance. And I, you know, I'm not holding it against anybody. Mm-hmm. I actually, man, like I got a little emotional the last couple of days because um, our fans, there's so many fans that bought tickets to give to other people mm-hmm. which is just i don't even know if anyone's even doing this shit i don't because i don't really keep up with other people's mm-hmm. live shows but the fact that we have fans that did that and i've given away some tickets like mm-hmm. like yeah because people- i you know you know not having it is one of those things that most people don't share because it feels a little like damn my life fucked up i don't got twenty dollars or whatever and the sometimes fuck
3: sometimes you just ain't got the five oh, yeah yes. you
1: have fans with pride
0: you have fans with yes. pride. My fans can't wait to tell me why. <laughs> like when I made making podcast great again a dollar a month after five years because I was like this is the last year and I kind of want to see yeah. fan- the amount of people who were happy to come out and say I just can't do a dollar or yeah Man, I'm going to miss your show. I'm like wow that's a that's odd. You've been listening for five years but a uh,
1: ten dollars yeah the, for the final season a year yeah first, you're like that's you know, definitely I, I, true I, it's and and bad. like. The thing, so like that, we definitely have some people like that too, and that's fine. I like sometimes people write very long things about what they have to unsubscribe, and I always want to tell them like you don't, you don't need have to, to do tell that. us, yeah, because I'm, not... I'm, I'm I really am not. I don't know what the fuck's happening in anyone's life,
3: and, and I don't take it
1: personally. I'm never gonna judge. Like it's just a business. Mm-hmm, Y'all right. don't write time Warner to be like guys. <laughs> <laughs> It was, I appreciate the cable service, and uh, but I lost my job. And uh, Time Warner, I, I get it. You, some people got, got to cancel, and and I'm glad that we mean a lot to people. Mm-hmm. But the the kind of person I'm talking about is they're not a I they're not writing me to be like I would love to come to the show. They really would never have emailed us if we didn't do the free ticket thing. And so that feels right. dope knowing it's going to be people. And this, this has happened every time we've done a live show. Mm-hmm. There's going to be people there that wouldn't have got to go if it wasn't for generous other people. So that's yes. beautiful. And I, it, that actually and did I, make me like smile a lot today. Cause I was like, fuck man, y'all really some cool people. Yes. <laughs> and the thing is, yeah. one,
3: one thing about our fan base is that we really love that. I remember when we did the very first live show here in Charlotte, that's when we started it. And, People have done that, and we got to actually meet the people, because that's when we did our first one. We actually did a meet-and-greet, meet, meet and meet. yeah. And so some of the people got meet-and-greet tickets. And so they came in, and they was like, I'm actually here because somebody gave me a ticket, and I actually get to meet y'all. They was like, I'm so excited to be here. And it was one of them things where you just want, you just want to bust out crying, crying Because right. you was like...
1: The person that gave this to you don't realize how much this means to you right so that was dope man um but enough of our fans talk about your shitty fans um what about (laughs) (laughs) um so uh what about the fans for making podcasts great again are they coming over and supporting the album, supporting the stand-up, supporting that stuff? Like what's the what is what's the retention numbers look like for JL Covan? Because if you're thinking about shutting that down, I'm sure you would hope that some of them will transition to just JL Covan fans.
0: There's, you know, among the high value, the, the cadre of high value JL fans, <laughs> there's there's a lot of crossover. Okay. But it's just, you know. You just, it's just hard not to be disappointed when you have, like, even at our low point, 3,000 listeners, let alone when we were like in the 15,000 range. To not, like, because I'm one of like, I, I've said it and I'll say it again the two worst types of comedy, even though you can be great in those, like, it's not saying that people who do these aren't necessarily bad, but impressions, and political comedy. Mm. You can have comedy geniuses in both. You can have great comics, great comedy fans of both, but you also can attract people who are just like voices. I like voices. Mm-hmm. I like, like, I see very popular impersonators on TikTok and they tend to be very hacky, mm-hmm. very over the top and very hacky, but like, it's kind of like fireworks or sprinkles on ice cream. It's kind of like, that's, what's your favorite food? Sprinkles. Like, what's your favorite comedy? Impressions.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I have plenty of people who appreciate the, the depth of it because that's, mm-hmm. you know, Right. I take pride in what I do with the political impressions. Mm-hmm. And there are people who love that and understand and appreciate all that. But there's a lot who are just like, ah, oh, you need to move your hands more. When you do, like, like those types ah! of people, where it's like, you're... You know, you're, you're the person who, 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 you know, when somebody drops 59 points in a basketball <laughs> game says, ah, that free throw could have gotten you 60. Um, but, but it's, it's. So the, the ones that I'm talking about, and one, one of them is in the chat right now. Yeah. One, of, one of them is like, like, that's a, that's a high value. Loves both appreciates, like not just voices or not right. just you're ripping Trump. Thank, thank God. Right. You're ripping Trump. no you get that like what i do with it is more than just like but the, but the problem is in this world there are way more people for the simple shit yeah and like it's like what i've said about jay leno jay leno was a very respected stand up comedian like a very talented mm-hmm. respected stand up comedian he got in position to be johnny carson's repl- like co like substitute host cuz he was one of the hot talented, like a John Stewart. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he was that political. But, you know, yeah. that kind of a hot right. comic on the scene. And when he got The Tonight Show, I think he made a business decision, which was, of course, the right decision from a right. business perspective, which is, I'm going to be number one. Letterman, all the comedians can love David Letterman. Right. All the TVs and advertisers can love me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that that's kind of, he could have been better if you want to call it right. that he, I, I still thought some of those monologues were funny. I thought he had yeah. he was a skilled late night host, but he wasn't doing like his greatest material. He was doing he was making a business decision. And I right. in comedy I'm sadly I'm never gonna make the business because it's like oh no let me have a day job. Let me get another day job if I want to because this is art and right. I, I hate saying it but it is <laughs> art. Mm-hmm. I'm doing art my way that's the joy that's the discovery that's the right. pleasure of doing any art i don't want to do what t- i can post tick tock clips but i'm not going to make let TikTok tock be my writer right. i'm not going to let a dummy uh in in the middle of nowhere dictate how i do comedy I because thought maybe something you more-
1: said on the on the podcast i think it was something you said on the podcast but you pointed out how TikTok is more about just repetition and repeating the next person,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and just yeah. and
1: trends and challenges and shit that are all still it's just the
0: antithesis of art. It's yes. the antithesis. It's, it's and, and my joke for anybody who hasn't heard the the episode, it'll, it's the most recent episode. There's a new one going up Thursday. But once I leave SAG and get to my real point, which is to call comedians the biggest, yeah. Track. I figured that's where you wanted to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which, which, by the way, it, should tell you how fucked up SAG and the WGA offers are, that even long shark comedians came together like, guys, th- they're fucking us. But go ahead.
0: <laughs> um, it, And I just, I said, one of the, you know, and I know you've talked a lot about AI not being maybe the, the, the immediate threat that yeah. it is, but I do think it's smart. Yeah. You gotta tackle it. You do it, it now. Right. Yeah, you
1: it's, yeah. this is like killing Skynet in like Terminator One. Yes. Yeah. Like you kill it now, but yeah, yeah it, is it Terminator Two, Skynet? No, it's no. not. It can't guys, turn liquid right. or any of that shit yet.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so it's it's the what I said was like artists, writers, and actors need to be worried about AI and they want to stop that. Whereas comedians don't have to worry about AI because they're like Oh no, we'll just do, we'll do what AI wants us to do. You don't need to create a robot. Right. TikTok like me to do crowd, bad crowd work with text, text on the screen and like put black in the, in the racism, black in the, in the the cover. So people go, what's, what's this? I'm interested in racism, black. And then (laughs) uh, you get 5 million hits and then you keep doing that. And you're no longer a comedian. I see so many comedians that I really believe are just like they're chasing the numbers because mm-hmm. they want to be comedians. But, you know, and I, I don't need to, I don't mean to like be like, but I do it for a higher purpose. I do comedy cause I, I love comedy. right? I it's, love it's, comedy so much. I hate everything else in comedy <laughs> besides <laughs> comedy and I'm still doing
1: it. I feel like right. one of the worst like, things that happened is that, um, not to get too, uh, you know, uh, frowning on everybody, but one of the worst things that happened was reality TV made getting an attention, getting people's attention, a talent.
3: Yes. And and so we've yeah.
1: decided that anyone who can get attention is talented and, and it doesn't really matter if there's brilliance in it or not. Sometimes the talent is being willing to shit on the fucking stairs at Flavor Flav's house. And we're like, give this motherfucker more money in the show. Right. And I think social media is even more so about getting attention is the talent. And to the point where uh, there's been a few times where I saw like a TikTok or Facebook reel or Instagram thing or something, and I thought, oh, my God, this is legitimately fucking hilarious. This person made a really fucking funny joke, and you scroll up to the next video it's the same joke different person every word is yes. the same mm-hmm. even like happens a lot on like TikTok there was one where like people were pretending to be like a they were using a filter to make themselves look like a rat that was eating cheese from a rat trap and while the other rats were being like dude what you doing it's like i don't know man this this peanut butter it's just sitting out here i don't think i'm gonna try some and i was like fuck this guy's good he really thought of, there's like two or three tags and Callbacks and shit all within a minute. This motherfucker right here, boy, he going somewhere. Scroll up, white dude doing it. Scroll up, another per- woman doing. It. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't even know who came up with this yeah. now. No,
3: you don't know who where the right. original joke come from. And that happened. Like I said, that happens a lot on TikTok. Happens a lot on Reels. Uh, where I'm like, you, you're scrolling and you find something. You're like, this is hilarious. And then you scroll up, like, like, and I don't. It's like they take the audio and mimic the audio.
1: Yeah. At this point, I like. There's certain people that are stupid on purpose on there. Right. I'd rather watch someone be stupid on purpose than copy other people that are smart. Like, yes. there's a dude that just, he, he made a song about chopping. Uh, it's, it's like, I'll chop your ass. You know, chop is, is slang for shooting somebody. But he literally karate chops people and he has a mannequin. <laughs> That he just sets up different places. It's a dumbass joke, and it's always the same joke. But he'll be like at Jimmy John's, and the song will be playing. And he'll be like, "Boy, I chop your ass!" And he'll look up, and there's the fucking mannequin. And then he gets up, and he does a <laughs> dance, and then he fucking dump. It's dumb as shit. Just hilarious. I'll watch that dude a hundred times before I watch one of these fucking copycat people, right? Because you know, ain't nobody yeah. else doing that. Yeah. Trash. <laughs> no, it's very. It's
0: it's sad because, but it's like you quit. People quickly lose. You know, the one thing I wish I'd put in the in the in tall boy, and I didn't kind of come up with the phrasing tall boy being the one I did after half blackface, but but
1: that can't referring before. to the
0: card <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> is the first the first um the first prequel like uh, the first prequel sequel in, in stand up comedy J- history. JL I hear like Star I, Wars,
3: you're doing the shit out of order. <laughs> Yep, exactly. Episode one is
0: episode eight, really. The f- yeah, they really, they phantom menace my,
2: uh, <laughs> my, my comedy. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but, but, oh, man. but
0: I was going to refer to the Kardashians as crypto celebrities. Oh. Like, like crypto, like in other words, mm-hmm. that's what reality television did. It was like they took people who didn't have what we conventionally consider talent and right. i don't hustling is a talent but it's a, it's a skill hustling right. is a skill i would say not a talent necessarily right. if, if if that makes it means a difference to people mm-hmm. but the kardashians struck me as like crypto celebrities where it was like we kind of just manufactured mm-hmm. our brand but now enough people have bought into it believe it mm-hmm. know us that it's real yeah right. that's and a good point that's what a lot of this stuff is and and i think TikTokers, many of them it's so antithetical because you think a creator a creative person is doing it because they want to share an idea they want to share something they think is funny or a talent they have but the the goal is followers it's almost like i'm just going to do this right. thing because other people have done it and that should get me followers whereas once once i see a funny thing on TikTok, i go Oh man, that's good. Well, I gotta think of something else. Or I gotta yes. think, like, I don't go, oh what if I did my what if I did my version? I'm like, well, no, that's them. Right. Like, at, that's that's their thing. Good for them. Right. And that mentality is is like not there. And it's it's scary. I think it's scary because you talk about AI. It's worse than like AI. That, that means a lot of people in this, but I'm saying a lot of people yeah. in this world will not, if you think I was harsh in my ignorant mm. hot takes, right? A, the, the mass public will be like I don't give a f- AI the whole movie. I, don't, I like the movie. Like I'm, I'm too busy yeah. here
1: copying right.
3: somebody else's AI on my new app.
1: Yeah, like yeah, and, yeah, I, and like will- and like this to sh- this shit to me is worse than AI.
3: Yeah, and it's also. <laughs> Yeah. Scary because the thing We're is, volunteering. We're but, volunteering to be the AI. Right. It's, yeah, worse. Yes, J-
1: yeah, it's at, like you're sucking AI's dick. You're yeah. like, oh no, AI, don't listen to those motherfuckers. They want you to pay them. I'll suck your dick right now. It's like, what are you doing? Yes, yeah, because it's one of
3: those things where it, it, to an extent, it can is killing creativity. Because, like JL said, you'll see something funny and you'll go, well, let me back away, go be creative, come up with a completely different new idea, and come back. Versus somebody will go, oh, I like that. That's a good idea. Let me do the exact same thing. You're not tweaking it. You're not changing it. There's no variation of it for followers. Right. And and it's, and, it's, and it's kind of, it's a catch-22 because now whenever you go into these industries, they almost want you self-made. The number one thing they ask you, how many followers you have, how many Facebook, how many... Like, they ask you, so you literally
1: have to build your audience before you can just come in and go from the and ground up. Well, another thing about that, and I think this is what's... Another reason I find the chase and the pursuit of the followers to be kind of empty. Um, Those motherfuckers don't really support you. Nope. They support the stuff on that platform so mm-hmm. if you have a million tiktok followers you do not have a million fans no if you have a you know a hundred thousand uh twitter one, the user one to two a percent, of, if that like much. you don't those people are really more for the content that is there that's why when you say something like yeah i might uh end this thing or i might move this thing or i got this new thing coming out you get all the oh i, w- I, w- I would love to be the of person it's like but you could be you just, but it's harder than just looking at your phone in the drive thru Right. So you're not really a fan in that way. You're you're a fan of anything that is like a thumb flick.
3: Yes. Everything
1: more than that, you're like fuck this person if they eat. Right. Oh well, you know. So I think that's a that's I think that's one of the reasons I think it's kind of sad to see people chase it. And I'm not trying to denigrate reality TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just think it was it is a flashpoint. It is a solid line of. At this point we decided getting attention more important than talent. Like just yes. Like we that we we made a fucking pact with the devil and the repercussions mm-hmm. of that are, you know, to me a there's a lot of uh like a, a good good example. Recently a clip went viral from Love and Hip Hop where Erica Mena, who's uh Latina uh, but black adjacent in that she fucks all these niggas on love and hip-hop be on these shows with all these black people right and so erica Mina got called out got in a verbal dispute with a uh, dark-skinned woman named spice who's a jamaican rapper okay now the thing is erica Mena is a horrible person spice kind of a bad person too but that's what reality tv is everyone's a bad person mm-hmm. erica mena is a horrible person in a like out of control like there's v- multiple clips of her online physically assaulting her baby daddy oh, no! there's mo- she just got arrested uh a couple weeks ago at a club because she got so drunk it wasn't part of like the show the police weren't like oh yeah. act three she just got so drunk right. she got she's out of control she has legitimate mental issues and can't maintain uh just a a life really as far as just you know yeah. no drama even if a camera wasn't around she can't do it we as a society decided that makes good tv so she gets in an argument with this dark-skinned woman and starts using colorist slurs calling her a monkey and all this shit oh no She's been an argument. Other people have called her out before that weren't that dark skinned and she didn't clap back that way. So now the internet's having an argument about is it colorism? Is it racism? Um she got kicked off the show. Uh she won't be on next season, which I don't even really know what that means. Like, did you right. get kicked off or did you just like, is this like an NBA suspension? Is this like Miles Bridges? where they're yeah, like dip, dip, you, you hit somebody we're not going to say you can't play but you probably shouldn't play for a year and then maybe we'll next year back. we'll act like you can play and then we'll see what everybody says right so she ended up getting kicked off the show and all this stuff and then people the thing that, that I just can't get past is everyone's arguing about her good or bad what this other person said something first about her kid and all this stuff none of that matters to me because at the end of the day to make a TV show, it went through editing. Right. It went through producers. It got put on the air. It's all part of the fucking system. You can't have a shark go shark and be like, damn, sharks is out here biting people. You put a shark on TV in the water with other people. And like, I can't believe who could have seen this coming. That is to me, a microcosm of where we are. When you just go, the getting attention is the talent i don't even i'm not even mad at erica mena and it's not because whether she's a good person Mm -hmm. i I literally feel like she's such a fucked up person it's a bunch of other people who decided she was worthy of making content from correct who we should be way more upset about she's a piece of shit but you should be way more upset that they monetize the piece of shit your outrage is part of the fucking your outrage is also part of the equation for how they make money. Yes. You spreading the clip. Yes. You debating other people on Twitter about it. They have monetized the fact that these talented mother- talentless motherfuckers are just going to move the mm. needle. And I think that's everything now. <laughs> like, that is, is so much stuff. That mm-hmm. is Even people that are veterans in the game are losing their, their edge and their craft to to kind of muddle into the the con, into this type of shit like yeah that was another thing that pissed me off about the Bill Maher clip it's so not smart and uninformed that it it, it feels like he's going fuck it I, I it doesn't take talent to just be smug in front of Jim Gaffigan who no. I know is a cool dude and isn't going to like Please be like bet. what the fuck Bill right. like, like Jim Gaffigan's there to be like oh man they still recording all right so that that i think the talentless people are it's winning the get attention is winning, and so when JL talked about TikTok and and when you talk about social media and stuff, it really makes me think about that because I think when you first used to talk about, it, I'd be like, "This nigga hating, goddamn, these motherfuckers just want." But now I see it, where I'm like, "Oh yeah, if you don't have to have talent, I had you'll do anything."
0: I had to get on before you did, like you chose to go on, but I like <laughs> I was in that space of like 2020. People were like, "You should really get on TikTok." So right. I got on. And my my favorite one of my one of the easiest ones about copying. Remember the the Latino guy who was like skateboarding. To the yes. Max song drinking ocean spray. Hmm. That got like twenty million views. He got a car. He got like a commercial with ocean spray. Yeah. Like, like a deal they gave. Mm-hmm. But then everybody, everybody was doing their own video, and they were doing nothing different except one guy. Put on And I did think this was funny because mm-hmm. this is like a parody. Right. He put on a Trump mask and had like a bottle of Clorox bleach. Trump <laughs> was saying Clorox yeah. will cure. And he did the same thing, but he was in a Trump mask with Clorox bleach. And I said, now that's fine. Right. Because he's doing like a little parody. That's, that's what TikTok. Parody. That's what TikTok. Everybody else was- is just doing like this. Look at me. I'm doing what he did. And and it would get views and likes because it's reaching – it's going to reach, like, if he reached 30 million people, well, if I'm the third person to copy, I'll reach, like, 500,000 and maybe get 50,000 followers. And my question to those people would be, like, but what? Uh, and?
1: Yes. And that's what <laughs> it was supposed it was like. to be, like <laughs> – the, the the advertisement, the ideal sales pitch for TikTok was supposed to be innovation. Like, you yes. take someone else's thing, you innovate off of it, you know? It wasn't supposed to just be black dudes looking at videos of other shit and going, oh, oh, oh damn. Like, it wasn't supposed to be that. That shit should not be going viral, and yet it fucking is, man. Mm-hmm. It's really sad. Um, uh, but people love that shit. Don't Like, they? like, like it just... A,
0: a, a person
1: does a thing and a random black dude just watches and goes right I see those all the time what the <laughs> fuck is that what the fuck is that I honestly I like stupid shit better I like the one where I like the ones where like I don't even see this This dude must have got his ass whooped or maybe just stopped showing, throwing me the videos <laughs> but like the dude that would pretend to be on the phone I don't know if you ever yes. saw him yes but he pretends to be on the phone but like so he's in a grocery store let's say jl Covan's in the grocery store he walks behind jl He's like man i'm gonna tap that ass yeah it's it's like
0: like, a woman i'm on my phone
1: yeah yeah i like that dude because like it's so stupid it's the same thing every time he's not copying anybody else and then i started seeing people copy him i was like no man you
3: yeah that was his thing that your your shit's
1: not as good as his shit you know Right, because that's the
3: thing. It's never going to be as good as the original person because a lot of times it it came from a a special place. So I'm kind of like, JL, unless you're going to tweak it, make a parody of it or something like that, I can see that. But to literally take the exact same thing, make the exact same moves, you're not going to be able to replicate the authenticity of where it was birthed from.
1: All right. Well, listen, we've had JL here for an hour. We've talked about his special. Mm -hmm. It's a new podcast. We talked about uh, the, the 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 Trump stuff. Uh, I want to get into some some just news stuff, okay? JL comes on here often enough that we can we can get into some news stuff. So uh, the first thing I want to get into is a little segment that I'm glad JL's on for, because a lot of times we cover a segment. I don't even know what the fuck we talking about. Karen definitely doesn't know. <laughs> you know, let's I do know. some w- White People News. WPN.
0: White
2: people news. We're bringing eggs, salad, to the barbecue. We
1: might be problematic. We're a little bit dim. The sun's really harsh on our fragile beings. In this white people news, all oh, the whites are up to some things. What's up? Okay, it's a lot of white people news today. Uh the let's start first with this one. This is a revelation to me, and I honestly was very hurt to hear it. Oh shit. Karen, you may even know who these people are. I'm oh, not sure. Oh
3: shit. They got the for me to know who they are. <laughs> they gotta be somebody. Joe Jonas. One of the Jonas brothers. Correct.
1: <laughs> that is correct. Files for divorce from Sophie Turner after four years of marriage. What? Now, do you know who Sophie Turner is, Karen? I
3: think I'm I've heard that name oh, you before. Know. Who would you,
1: oh, you know? <laughs> who do you think she is? She's either a single or an actress. Okay, all right. Let's go to the tape and see if we can pull up a picture of Sophie Turner. Do you recognize this white woman? Yes, I do. That's Sansa, ain't it? Yeah, it is Sansa. From Game of Thrones, they were married for four years.
3: I didn't know that.
1: They've been experiencing serious problems. He's filed for divorce, saying that uh it is their marriage is irretrievably broken.
3: Oh
1: yeah. So I guess that's like the British version of uh irreconcilable differences. differences. Probably. Um uh, uh, that, that actually I was that is breaking news.
0: I did not know that. That, that makes me sad. Yeah. Like if these- they seem like a good like like the Jonas Brothers are all like kind of like three wholesome celebrity right, dudes. they don't bother nobody. Up and, mm-hmm. and, and and you know she you know after Joffrey she found her way into like a nice family. We right? love to see it. Um, the Queen
1: uh, of the North. Yeah, <laughs> they had they had a kid together. She's right. she's taller than him, which made me think he was cooler than he probably is. You know, <laughs> it's like look uh, at Collins, <laughs> Zendaya kind of situation. Yeah, where well, you like, you know what, dude, you might be all right. Cause I mean, obviously she fine and shit, but you know, a lot of men's insecurities won't let them date a tall woman, a woman that's taller than them. So I thought maybe he's cool, but yeah, they didn't say what's causing the the problems, but they have two young daughters. Um and they that's just tough.
0: that's tough to be like two they got you know they no money problems. No, you know, two young daughters. As somebody, as the chat is suggesting, that 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 feels like there might have been uh, somebody might have stepped out. That's what Cause I'm that's, thinking. Because that's too soon to kind of be like I'm old. Like it's not like they've been married 15 years and like we've grown apart. It's like right. you're still young, you're right. still hot, young people in mm-hmm. the, in the,
1: and you got two young kids. Right. Mm-hmm. If anything, this is like a hey, warning against getting too hot. You know, like. Like, maybe when you're that hot, it's hard to just do normal stuff with regular people because everyone wants to fuck these dudes. Right. You know, Um, they say they have very different.
0: whenever I get close to my goal weight, I just get an injury, a jacked-up surgery, start eating more cookies. I go, okay, I'm safe again. Yeah,
1: I don't need the Ah! stress. I don't want this stress on my life, okay? Um, You know, when they started liking, like, thick dudes and the big poppy and the dad bod stuff, I was like, calm down, everybody okay <laughs> we'll need all this competition out here uh but yeah uh they have very different lifestyles the their fans noticed signs of trouble earlier when they did sell their mansion in miami last month but joe notably did not wear his wedding ring while performing with his brothers in st louis dallas and minneapolis in late august well, damn they be keeping track don't they oh girl the, the wedding band watch is always on okay not the wedding band i'm just gonna watch. let you know Okay, you start stepping out without this, boy, they gonna see it. I'm gonna share some Jonas Brothers
0: insights. I've always thought Joe Jonas was the coolest of the three. Like, Mm -hmm. there's the one dude who, like, got married at, like, 21, and he just, he's content to be number three. Like, Mm -hmm. he's content to just not be the the, the celebrity, like, as low-key as possible. He's Mm -hmm. been married the longest. And the other one, who looks like kind of a bootleg Wahlberg, Mm -hmm. like, he's like a, a Wahlberg cousin... He gives off, he's the one married to Priyanka, yeah, Nick. He's Nick. the one married to the the, the beautiful Indian actress. Yes. Mm-hmm. He gives off like cheesy uncle vibes. Like he comes off older than he is to me. Like he's like right. a cheesy uncle. So that makes sense. He'd be married to like the older woman right. and they, they'd be fine. But Joe always, he had the, he had a separate band for mm-hmm. a little bit. He's a little, I think a little bit more of the, traditional rock front man kind of vibe. Agreed. So if I had to bet I'd say he he might achieve, but maybe she
1: did, or Mm. who knows? But he feels like a guy that stops paying attention to you after the kids. Like he feels like that to me. Like like she pops out two babies and suddenly the affection is gone and he's on the road. I gotta perform my brother's fucking three nights this week. Like for what motherfucker? Ain't nobody Like that's not important, y'all. You not even you wanted to have your own band, so I I don't know. I don't trust them. He has a slimy look. Team Sansa again uh, for me. Uh, Elvis was a hero to most, but he never meant shit to me. Except Priscilla Presley went out and said because I guess they got uh, Sophia Coppola did a movie, a biopic about Priscilla Presley. Okay, and so she now that their story is back in the news. In 2023, she got to explain the 1975 shit that was happening in her life, such as Elvis started dating her when she was 14. Oh, yeah. And, of and course- that's
0: why Carl Malone is fine. <laughs> yeah. Can I say it? Can I say it? Hatsack, free Carl. This <laughs> is Carl Malone is okay. Right. I don't know. What- Thank you, Priscilla. Yes. And if you can get Jerry Lee Lewis's thirteen year old cousin wife to come <laughs> out and on. also back Carl Malone, it's ah. this deep south of a certain era. It's a different time. Carl Malone Hall of Famer, it's okay.
1: Thank you. Thank <laughs> right. you, Priscilla, for your work. That's a valid point. You know?
3: Hashtag JL substitute daddy. That's I'm glad daddy. I'm glad JL
1: <laughs> Glad JL came on just to illustrate that point. You know, I feel like that's, should, that's why he healed. However, you feel about Carl is how you should feel about Elvis. And I think I'm keeping that same energy. Uh but this honest to God, I shared this on my Facebook page. Just the the story. The debate that this became. Uh, amongst some of the people on my page, I was kind of shocked because. What is we debating about? I think, even for, uh, you know, back in the day, I thought 14 seemed to be kind of an outlier for a grown ass man dating. Like, I understand there were some celebrities who did, but it wasn't, it wasn't like we said, 90% of celebrities date 14 year olds. I don't understand why this is a problem. <laughs> like, it was noteworthy at the time, every time Priscilla's given an interview over the last fucking 40 years people have asked her about it oprah's asked her about it like it's it is a, a thing that is noteworthy right. that one of the most popular sex symbols on the earth that was gyrating his hips and everybody ended up cheating on this woman anyway wanted to be betrothed to a 14 year old it it it's of note i think
0: what if r kelly was just doing throwback thursday <laughs> right, with
1: right it's like like the person that was arguing about it, like because R. <laughs> Kelly eventually came up and uh, the Aaliyah thing, and it was like, oh, but R. Kelly didn't stop, and it was like, wait, so what? Why is that so different? Because even in that and case, Carl Malone did again, right? Can, going free back, call. Carl Malone was one and done. This but is gonna be the title of this episode. Hashtag Free <laughs> Carl. Oh <laughs> and then
2: everybody
1: go get half blackface. <laughs> like, well, damn, so, be like, what, we we've never seen this before. Uh, iTunes sales went down. We got refund requests <laughs> for half blackface. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, but yeah, so, but I was like, one. Also, there's the the the, the rumor is that he, that wasn't the only 14 year old he had hollered at. But I can't. Um. That. Anyway, the point being, she put a, she put out there, hey. While we might, he might have been 24 and I was 14 when we were dating, but he was interested in me. He was more of a listener. He was a gentleman. Even though I was 14, I was actually a little bit older in life, not in numbers. Age ain't nothing but a number. Chap. He respected her age when they first got together. They didn't actually have sex until later, and they didn't get married until she was 22. In her 20s, it was 21. Um, and that he was very kind, very soft, very loving. Child, if you don't get out of here, everybody think they're extra special.
3: Everybody say you don't matter, but let that be your motherfucking daughter. You be like, if you don't get your old wrinkled ass bowels away from my child and get the fuck out of here date somebody your own goddamn age, the fuck is this?
1: Um, and I think the argument seemed to go, she's 78. She's only said good things about him. So this should kind of, this is just a thing of their time. It proved it bore out the, the, the through the through time. There's nothing to be upset about here. She's not a victim or anything right, like you that. You were taking
3: advantage of. That's what,
1: every, that's what the argument was on my page. I thought it was kind of it's, ridiculous to yes. be honest. And I thought it was kind of trying to have his cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. By being like certain people are predators or not. I think, there's some people that just kind of like Elvis and when you like people you want to give them a pass but it's weird that you know so many other celebrities who had sex or dated or were interested in young women even if it was just one it's a scandal like, it's, like we're not making movies. Like, remember that time down Roman Polanski's house? Like, we're not romanticizing that shit. And they just recently met and she, like, that woman took a picture with him, like, hugging him. I don't know what kind of, like, catharsis that was. That's fine for her life and her story, but that doesn't, you don't translate, you don't get to, like, put that on the rest of us to, to like, well, I don't have a problem with it. Okay, well, we think it was fucking weird that we he do. was dating a 14-year-old. And, right, and we, we think it's a possibility that you may have been groomed. And I like, I like you know, because yeah. being that young, you just don't It's fine know. if you're an NBA player. If you can dunk, especially like this, fine. But if you're just playing a guitar, bro, you got to step it up. <laughs> you gotta,
0: your LA game got to be better. Gears, <laughs> age of consent for LA Gears is 13. Everyone knew that. <laughs> That's a why they have the light up law. shoes.
2: I'm
0: just. Exa- thank you. It's yes. just sneaker law. I'm sorry. I don't make it. This I, is gonna don't, be, I didn't write this, it. I don't agree with it, but that's sneaker law.
1: This is going to be Rain on Jeffrey episode five, the Carmelone episode. <laughs> the, the, the final episode of the, of the, of the, season, oh, the season. Of the series. I thought it was nice
0: for Stockton to at least get one more assist by being like a crazy COVID person. He was like, I got you, Carl. I'll take some heat off of you. (laughs) I'm going to do a COVID documentary. We're going to both show up at the All-Star game.
1: We're going to both be at the All-Star game. They can't kick us both out. (laughs) But, yeah, I just – I don't know, man. I I also just thought it was – the argument was so weird on my page because it kept going. I I had to just turn off the notifications because I was – like uh, it got to that point where, and I haven't argued on the internet in a long time, so I I don't want to argue, right? So it got to the point where I would just leave like a comment, like one of us, like one of the woman's comments was something like, "Well, if a sixteen year old wants to do such and such, we just did it," and I just put a, a little asterisk fourteen, not sixteen. Uh, <laughs> right, correct, like, right. Like, you know, another thing they brought up was like, "Well, what about Beyonce and Jay zi am like. Uh, well, they started dating when she was nineteen. You don't have to like it. Not the same. Uh, I mean, I yeah, it's different. I feel
0: old. What you just said because I just realized how long they've been together. Yeah, like that is that just made me feel old. I, that that didn't make me feel anything about them. I just was right. like,
1: oh my god. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it was it was it was wow. And I and the thing that I think they were trying to say in context that. You're just never gonna get on the internet, but I and I do kind of understand because I say this a lot. Longevity justifies relationships for a lot of people. Yep, regardless
3: of how shitty the relationship. Now Elvis may have dead. Been.
1: Elvis dead. This woman's fucking uh, value is attached to Elvis. So because she was like, well, he's she's only said good things. I'm like, and what the fuck would she need to? If she said something bad at this point, it would actually reflect bad on her because people would be like, oh, you kept this shit for 40 years and he was a piece of shit and you didn't say anything oh because you want elvis estate money is that what the fuck is you know so like at this point even if it's a lie she got to go to the grave with that lie but the idea that like it's it's the same as like even leonardo DiCaprio dating a 25 year old it's not the same to me Mm -mm, me i think 14 i i don't think there was ever a day after little house on the prairie where fucking dating a 14-year-old wasn't kind of weird to people. Right. To, like, I understand that we're talking about during well, the Salem right, Witch right Trials. Right.
0: I need to bring up uh, a great book. We both agree. It's called uh, Warmth of Other Suns. Yes. Um, yeah. As I was putting together my Carl Malone defense case. Okay, okay. And Aww, I was now. book. I remember... I remember like a young girl of like 15 being courted by one of the main characters I think she was like 15 being courted by like mm-hmm. a 23 year old and that was culturally kind mm-hmm. of acceptable in a way and I think it was Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm trying to tie this all to Louisiana. Yeah, okay. Uh, Jeremy Lewis okay. Was from it's Louisiana, okay there. Malone, Louisiana. Oh, okay. You know, so so I think it's just
1: you know they use a different code oh, like legal system down yeah. there. You know,
0: Napoleonic code. She also brought up
1: she also brought up that the parents were involved like oh well the parents like didn't mind i'm like so like warren jeffs are we cool with oh well the parent the mormon parents are letting the 14 year olds fuck the old man like it's it's okay like and that's another thing too because i think what happens is and i'm not one of these people it gets so extreme that it turns into like a we need to like take down this dead man's legacy i'm not even saying that all right, all right. I, they could it could have been years later and 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 everything's fine by them you know everything could be fine by them at some point they, every Jay, jay-z cheated on beyonce i ain't gotta live there if them motherfuckers worked mm. it out they worked it out so i'm right it's not a forever thing to me but i can't say yeah a little creepy i don't really care that you that you're trying to tell me it wasn't creepy you were 14 it probably didn't seem creepy to you as a person who was 24 and a person who was 14, a little creepy. I wouldn't have done that. Very yeah. creepy. <laughs> so yeah. what the fuck? Right. Very and, creepy.
3: And all children, because you're a child at 14, lies to themselves and tells themselves they're actually mature. They can handle it. No, you cannot. You're still
1: developing. Uh, this is major news. Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet appear to be drunk in love at Beyonce's Renaissance concert Monday uh, in photos obtained by TMZ, they were caught kissing. Okay. Oh, There's shit. been rumors. Everybody
3: that- was at that goddamn show, boy.
1: Yeah, it was her birthday show. Uh, everyone came out. There were rumors that they had been dating for a while, but it's officially confirmed now, according to TMZ, uh, oh, he cupped that ass. And then they tried to turn around like, oh, we're on camera? Oh, that was a complete... I can't believe they caught us on camera. They, w- I would never want that I to happen. Mean,
3: what do you think, y'all? At a show and and you out here hanging with with the populace, They go somebody gonna be filming you. That's
1: also the power of Beyonce.
3: Yes, like they were talking yeah. about the stars. They was like they was like at this show. They was like all the stars
1: were there. So I mean, is it, I saw someone said, I hope he can get away before they destroy him. I was like. I don't think that's how that's working. I think
3: no, I don't think that's I how think, that works either. I think
1: people want to fuck them. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, I will say this. I feel like, um, that Chris Jenner, you know, she's trying to diversify the portfolio, mm-hmm. and I think obviously she, you know, maybe she, you know, the the Caitlyn Jenner's daughters. Are, are being sort of a, I think they're being told to do more outreach to the you know the mm-hmm. different community. Like the middle one or the oldest one. The oldest mm-hmm. one is Courtney. She's married to the the drummer.
1: Yeah, Travis She's always song. been like
0: CEO of white outreach mm-hmm. for the family. Kim <laughs> Kim was was black outreach, and then right. Chloe kind of assisted because you know you have music and athletics. You have right. multiple fields of dominance. You gotta you gotta double your resources. Where I think now Kendall has always been the light skinned mm-hmm. the the model, the Tomas. She's been the Jordan yeah. Clarkson, Blake Griffin. Yeah. Uh, and now Devin Booker. To, right. And now she's made the the easy pivot to Latina. Right. funny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't know what but but I think they maybe just dedicated too many resources to black entertainers right. and athletes. So they said, you know what, no more travel well, I Scott. feel
1: like the thing with the Kardashians yeah. is that people are disgusted but also can't stop watching right uh the cuckolding of america whenever there's a white woman that is fucking black dudes it's it's like people so many types of groups don't like it but are thrilled to also watch it yes and so i think for a while they were cuckold in america with all these black rappers and and athletes and shit and people would go oh i fucking hate the kardashians Mm -hmm, and i'm like why do you why why do you white man on sports center why do you hate them what are they doing to lamar odom that made you hate them lamar odom who was a drug addict before he met them what are they doing that made you so mad they're fucking them in front of you that's what they're doing and you don't like that you don't like sitting in your chair lighting up your pipe sitting in the corner drinking a scotch and and watching them go to town on Lamar Odom you don't like that so that's what I think that's I what's happened Chloe's the
0: one I felt bad for because I felt like she got attacked when 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 what's his name the man who can't the third the, tri- man, the will chamberlain <laughs> will Chamberlain off the court but not
1: on the court <laughs> oh you talking about um, third trimester I mean, Tristan Thompson third trimester Tristan <laughs> like he's. I find his career fascinating because he's
0: like a, a barely role player on the court. He's a good looking tall
1: yeah, absolutely. dude.
0: Like he, so he, but it's funny because he's like not very good relative to right. the rest of his field. And he's putting up like the, the Chamberlain numbers off the court. You know but what? He, I felt bad because when she got cheated on mm-hmm. and then she was mad and then people were like attacking her for being mad at the woman
1: that right. he cheated with. I was like, Right. Shouldn't she be mad first, at him? First of all, first of all, first of all, the women he cheated with. But second of all, um, the one woman that kissed him was their friend.
3: Yes. In and that, in a circle, certain... it was like that's a friend what, of her sister,
1: Jordan Wood. Yeah. And yes. I honestly I said it on the show at the time, I still say it to this day. People had lost their fucking minds because of the race war element that's and were nice. like, we got to protect this black woman at all. Cause I was like, this black woman kissed her friends. Boy, what, what the fuck is wrong? That's is ridiculous. Wrong y'all? If that was your if that was my friend and she did that, I'd be like, dog, you was out of pocket for that one. I wouldn't be like, we got to, we gotta put you in a secure underground basement to keep you from the white folk. Like, I know they hate the car. That's how you know everyone is fascinated by the cuckoldry. Yes. Because even black women were were, were like, finally we can get them bitches. It was like, what? No, that's that's not what this is even about. But anyway, um. <laughs> but me, the one the thing this reminds me of is
0: is like every roast battle. Like there was a phase in New York, like in comedy, where like for a couple of years, every show was like roast battle, and all it would be was you mock the appearance of somebody because you don't know. Yeah, right. In a lot of cases, it's like I don't know much about you, so like I guess I'll just make some. Appe- it was it was kind of useless to me, but the joke that I heard way too like it would ju- it was like. It, it's part of this point but if a woman had fucked a black dude or black dudes and it was somehow known either if they were comics or just that was one of the things mm-hmm. and that was like a go-to like easy line i remember i posted some joke about it like where will we get jokes about <laughs> white women fucking black dudes if we end roast battle right but it was like in my head i was like that's, it's the same as my like interracial porn joke where I go, it's de facto racism because like, for that to be funny, there has to be some kind of acceptance in the crowd that like, that's taboo. Yes. Otherwise it's just like, like, the
1: black dude, isn't right. that crazy? Isn't she a piece of shit? Wait, did I get her? <laughs> <laughs> not to mention okay. that, uh, like the interracial aspect only comes up when it's black and white, right? You Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, we, you never make that joke. It's like an Asian person's fucking, a, a, <laughs> fucking a, a Mexican person. Like, that's not if you search interracial porn, that won't even come up. Mm-hmm. Never, it'll never come up. It's so funny. It's a very um,
0: non inclusive genre if you think about if it. If you
1: think about it, dog, it's why porn is the funniest thing we have on earth. It's, it is, it's the last bastion of just un, unabashed racism. It's not close. <laughs> I can't even believe, the way they make you search for shit. Is I can't racist. believe this is legal that we and we that we're just letting it happen as far yeah, as we, how racist it is. Yeah, for black, you have to use ebony and shit, you'd be like, who the fuck calls nope, us yeah. Ebony? No one's ever called anyone Ebony that wasn't their name.
3: Anymore. I'm gonna start I'm gonna
0: write a sketch where a guy, it's gonna be called guy who watches too much porn, <laughs> and he's interviewing people. He's like so you identify? I just want to be pro- as an ebony American. <laughs> okay,
1: great, great. That's great. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Sam Sam acts as Gari. Uh, uh, Britney Spears ex. Okay, he unfollowed Britney Spears on Instagram after two weeks after filing for a divorce. So it's really over now. Wow. <laughs> That's how you know it's over. Yeah, I, I I kept thinking this though when I read this headline post the same video every time it's not really <laughs> what, what What could he possibly be missing it's her spinning around with no shirt on and then looking at the camera it's I, I, honestly for my mental health I had to unfollow I I, I get third hand anxiety from watching those videos like oh god no one's in her life that cares if she's on meds like I get it Sam get out of there um, oh, uh,
0: I have I don't know if you have this but breaking I just got an alert on my phone breaking okay. white people adjacent Oh, shit. Enrico Enrique Tarrio. 22 years yes. in prison. Oh the, oh! the proudest of the proud boys. Yes!
1: Because I I had yeah. the article I had the article before the show started and it oh, said sorry. he was gonna get No, no, no. It said he was gonna get oh, okay. sentenced. <laughs> and they said they were gonna ask between something like 13 to 18 years. And I said, fuck man, if they were sentencing if, if he got sentenced, I'd cover it on the show. But I don't want to cover guys he made. made. We can get to that tomorrow. Oh, to be on the air when this motherfucker gets (laughs) above the maximum sentence that the prosecutors were asking for. Oh, mm, it feels so good. So he was deep into the Proud Boys then. He wasn't even at January 6th. What? He got arrested two days before in an unrelated incident. They got him basically on the conspiracy of setting everything up for January sixth to happen.
3: Oh, well, yeah, you got damn right. They gonna he throw not the book white. at you.
1: He not white. Don't matter. I love it. I love it. I, it's, I love the. I love that the black dude is the one sitting in, in jail in Georgia. I love it. <laughs> like, uh, you want to play stupid games? Go on over there and get you some of that white supremacy. Oh, don't Don't work don't for work you. Out. All your friends bailed out and left your black ass in jail, didn't they? <laughs> They was like, I got my bail.
0: Ah, oh, so good. Clayton Bixby, 22 years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the best part is like these the where's everybody that told me nothing was gonna happen to these people? I told motherfuckers every step of the way, especially at the beginning when people were getting like months, suspended probation. I was like, these people are not they the people. Fish. Some of these little motherfuckers really was in there like, ah, we up in Do the it motherfucking it the capital, Grant. bitch. That's all they all and they still ended up getting some time. Right, like They weren't getting passes. It was like six months in jail or whatever, yeah. or time served or whatever. But I was like, it's going to keep building. Right. And eventually we're going to be like, goddamn. This is a goddamn moment. The dude that got 17 years was a goddamn moment. They worked their way up the chain, man, because I know some of these motherfuckers were snitching i yes. know they were because how the fuck they keep finding them me- every every week we was like they found another motherfucker i thought aren't they out of motherfuckers what Mm-mm. random dude in georgia how could they find him? all they knew about him was his hat and it's like because somebody know that motherfucker was like listen i don't want to go to jail forever that was thomas okay thomas right. malloy Would uh street like the
3: <laughs> they was giving up everything this is where his last place of employment. <laughs> It was like fuck that. Can I get some years knocked off of my time?
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, I think the uh, what I find crazy about this though is if Trump gets in, and I'm
2: yeah,
0: uh, we don't have to get into my my uh, my version of criminal forgiveness. Mm-hmm. But I don't like want. I'm not like I want him to be in jail till he dies. But I don't like the idea that if Trump gets elected, he will pardon. Or commute the sentences of these people like Mm -hmm. on day one for sure and i don't want that to be the motivating factor to be like we can't let trump win because then he'll let some people out of jail um but that is like something that would i mean it would he'd have them at the white house the next day he would be flaunt like absolutely like the most insult one of the most insulting things in this country's history he would
1: I don't. I don't know how. I wouldn't
0: blame him because that's what he got elected for. If if he actually wins the election, that's what he would he would do because that's what his people
1: would want. I I honestly don't know how Trump gets elected, and we're not ending up in some type of like war or some type of uh, like such an empowerment of right wing fascism. Like I hate to be alarmist like that, but, but that's how I, feel. I feel like that's how serious this next election is because it's essentially telling him there are no rules that apply to you, and nothing can be done that nothing will be done to stop you, right. and 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 pardoning people for the insurrection will give them such a feeling of immunity. I don't know how it doesn't empower them to do more terroristic shit. So uh, to me, I, I think this is like this is why I'm probably so uptight and stringent about the slander of Democrats and Biden. I, right. I don't think it's time to fuck around. I don't think we have nope. the luxury of being like, well, to me, Democrats are only an eight out of ten. And I think maybe uh we should fuck around with some Republicans. Like, Child, I don't even want to no. hear
3: no, no, if you don't But get that's not
1: here. what this segment's about. We're talking about white people news. We're getting too crunk up, guys. Okay.
3: Okay. My Jamie bad be relaxing. My bad.
1: Jamie Foxx is in white people news. Oh shit, what happened? Because he's out on the streets he's recovering he's holding hands with his girlfriend during the cabo vacation oh yeah and she is white that's right y'all we prayed him to health right into the arms of milk and magnesia all right um uh the oscar winner was spotted at cabo san lucas mexico with his girlfriend identified as alice huckstep for labor day weekend Oh man, he went to full white. Huckstep that's is adorable. That's like a comedian's version of a white person's name. <laughs> I
3: like,
1: I George Lopez, like her name was Huckstep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fox 55 sported a black jacket with a graphic print and matching pair of joggers. He completed his look with a wide brim hat, sunglasses, and white sneakers. Huckstep. Also wore an all black casual outfit with white sneakers as the couple held hands before getting into a black SUV. Well, we'd love to see it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure, they got I a lot ain't in even common. Bad. Um, we love Cabo and I'm just glad he's alive. You know, we almost lost Jamie and Right. Whatever he wants to do with his second chance, I'm here for it. Same. Uh Matthew Perry, do you know who that is, Karen? Mm-mm. But I've heard that name before. Wow.
3: Okay. <laughs> a singer.
1: He's not a singer. He's an actor. Okay. Uh, you may not recognize. He's on living him. single. <laughs> he's on the white. He's on the white living single. <laughs> you know what that one is? Friends. Right. He's on. He was on Friends. Uh, he's also like been in this segment before for saying dumb shit about people. Like he, he shitted on Keanu Reeves for no reason one time, being like, "Why people like him? He don't bother nobody." Right. Well, he went I think that might have been in his book though. Yeah. I think
0: that might have been like a he was going like cuz that book is apparently all about his like drug use. So I think that might have been one of those things where it was like slightly out of context i don't know Mm. if he was necessarily picking a beef i don't know that for a fact well he was like how
1: come keanu reeves gets to live and river phoenix is dead which i don't think there's a context Uh, you can say that that's true
0: yeah yeah no you're
1: right (laughs) but but no that's like that's like a joke i might like
0: somebody could have made years ago where i say like michael jackson's dead but we still have justin timberlake right and then Twenty years later, Justin Timberlake is a beloved entertainer. It's like, right. what the fuck did he say that about Justin Timberlake? I, was right. like, I didn't mean it like that. I was just right, <laughs> he, and he
1: did apologize and say I shouldn't have said that. Was just me being stupid. Um, <laughs> well, he stopped at a Nike store to get a full on wardrobe makeup makeover on August 27th. oh shit! Let, so he, he walked in. Address him. He walked in looking like like this, and then he walked bod. out. He walked out like this. He put on some new, different Nike clothes. Not just like he going to play
3: basketball with his friends over forty.
1: That's called this? the Adam Sandler look.
3: <laughs> he got a YMCA membership. He read goes gym. He ready to go. Let's go,
1: boys. I don't. I like the new fit. I think the hat fucks it up though. He should have lost the hat because yes, you went in there with the red hat that wasn't matching what you had on anyway, except your phone case. You come out, you got the different fit. He do look better. Should have either got a blue hat or no hat. But uh, big news, he changed clothes. Okay, see. I also think it's dope being rich enough to like buy your change of clothes. You know what I'm saying, like. (laughs) Just walking down the street, I feel like changing clothes. I'm Let like, I, just... gotta, I gotta step back home. This motherfucker did real Grand Theft Auto 5 shit. Yes. Where you go in there, buy your new clothes, and walk out in the new clothes, like, yep, just upgraded my character. They, they was like, would you like your old clothes? You can keep those. <laughs> uh, let's get back to some other uh, Kardashian related almost news oh, Kanye West and his wife Bianca Censori, and every article headline has wife in quotes. All the t- every time they bring this woman up, mm-hmm. so I don't know what this really means. Like, right. did they get? Married are they or not? not married? Are they married? I don't know. It's weird. Is, are they just and why? Because you could put girlfriend, fiance. They put wife in quotes every single article with her.
3: If it's in quotes, it's, it's not official. Maybe. Does he call her his wife? Does he guy call I, her he his must. wife? And
1: they don't have proof. Right. <laughs> he must have just said we married or something. And now they're just like, okay, your wife. Uh, well, they've been reportedly banned for life by a Venetian boat company.
3: Oh, shit. What is they doing to get banned from the boat people?
1: Well, the rapper had some indecent exposure. Oh, he's showing his dick. He dropped his pants on board and no one was aware of it until the photos went public from Paparazzi last week. The driver had to keep a lookout for traffic, did not see these obscenities, the company said. Uh, I think you can see here that he doesn't have pants like his pants are down or something where you can the see his cheek ass. cheek is
0: partial cheek.
1: Yeah, we're getting partial cheek. Partial moon. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and then that's full moon right there. I don't know if y'all can see Kanye there I'm giving you the full moon. I don't know if they're ha- like having sex or something or what. It's a very small boat for
0: that. Like I'm thinking it's like a yacht where he's got mm-hmm. some spit like a boat on from Jaws,
1: where he's just like next to other people, <laughs> yeah. It kind of means like you want people to see when you right. get a boat this small when you're that rich. Um, so the other thing is like uh, that's so weird about this whole thing is remember how he was dating Kim Kardashian and he kept doing stuff about how she's supposed to be a Christian, uh-huh. he wanted her to change how she dressed, right? And his new woman <clears throat> is the where's the most revealing stuff with the hugest titties in the world. And that's like their thing. Like he can't wait to be out with her wearing no clothes. Uh- I don't, you know, I'm, I'm assuming it's some mental health related shit, but it just it makes no fucking sense.
3: Oh, uh, she didn't get yoga pants with pockets. Same woman? I'm sorry, sorry same, that's woman, the same woman. Yeah, same yeah. Woman. She, she needed a, a pocket hole like to hold your phone. I get, I make sure my yoga pants on the brim has a pocket.
1: I love you, that. That's what you took from that. That's right. Beautiful. She too
3: rich not to have a pocket hole. Exactly.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe, Car- maybe, maybe Kanye designed the the, j- the leggings. He
3: did, and, and you know, like you know, that, like
1: most men, they don't think about pockets. Right. Mhm. Uh the other thing I would say too is uh Pete Davidson when we saw him did have a killer joke about this woman where he, Yes. where he was like uh Kanye d- did all that shit. I'm not saying the joke exactly right. but to the point where he's like he he just ended up dating a woman that looks just like me. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Bro, if you just wanted to fuck me, man, you should have just said that." I might would have did it for for Kanye. Oh, that's right. I I already forgot
0: that that he was there was that beef because he was dating Kim yeah for a little while oh yeah
1: oh that is good in in news of motherfuckers you never want to have your side oh shit Woody Allen defends Spanish football chief Luis Ribiales says he wasn't raping her it was just a kiss it's hard to understand that a person can lose their job for kissing someone
3: what what happened I, I don't understand
1: okay so. He's a Spanish football chief. He just got fired. Um, b- actually, he got fired after this. And after this came out, after the Woody Allen, def- uh, after Woody Allen's defense came out, it was like uh, breaking news: he's fired. Which I feel like we can't prove it. I feel like Woody was what put everything over the top. Yes. But did they?
0: Um, let me clarify. Did they fire? Because I was reading today, they fired the coach, but they're oh. still reviewing like that. Okay. How about that? If you're the coach,
1: wow. the
0: coach got fired and I literally heard, I'm not even kidding, when I read that today, I was going to do a Trump video defending the guy, the soccer guy who kissed the woman, but they fired the coach What? still reviewing the guy and all I heard was Karen's
1: voice going, why am I in it? Yes, that's a about it. why is he in it? So this how am I how I'm losing my job? This is Luis Rubial, Rubiales kissing Jenny Hermoso on the lips after Spain won the Women's World Cup.
3: Why? Why is he doing that? Yeah, so I don't know. the reasoning behind it? That's, what, <clears throat> that's one of his players, right?
1: Right, yeah. Um,
0: can I be, can I be mm-hmm. honest? When I saw that, like, I, and this, this is a good thing if mm-hmm. European women are, like, kind of saying it's not okay. But when I saw the kiss... I was expecting because I'm just thinking, oh, European. Like I had that kind of American, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, they okay. kiss. they're gonna be like, oh no, 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 very good. Oh yeah. But, but know they know to do like cheeks, it, right?
2: Violation.
1: Yeah. I mean so, it, it is I I think a lot of people get away with shit by being like, it's my culture or whatever. And yeah. as as an ignorant American, a lot of times I will kind of let shit <laughs> slide because I'm like Bro, I don't know. Maybe it's some shit we do that they think is fucked up.
3: Oh, so, so after this, she showed a, full, a face of disapproval? Yeah, she didn't like it. She didn't right. like
1: it. She fucking all. brought the team it up. has
0: her back. I, but when I saw it, I, it was what I was expecting. And I made a joke about this on social media. I'm like, Adrian Brody picked the right decade to like aggressively kiss Halle Berry when he won the Oscar. Like, yeah. And she was at the peak of her power and her mm. beauty. And it, if that that would never happen today, like it would be worse than the Will Smith thing, or yeah. like it would be on par with that, as it, sh- it kind of should be. But yeah. when I saw this kiss, it was de- the one thing that made it, like I was like expecting worse was that it was, it did not look sexual or romantic at all. It just from me, from what I was expecting, like it looked like he was just like, we're celebrating. Ah, like it wasn't like, come here, but like, mm-hmm. and Hey, it's her space. It's her mouth. Like right. I get it. I'm not saying that it's not mm-hmm. a problem, but this is the one time where I, where, where I was kind of like, I did think it was going to be worse than what I've been hearing. Right. Like because it, it, it didn't have any kind of, it didn't look like, it didn't look like a dude who was like, I'm going to take my chance and kiss this woman that I've been right. dying to kiss. It really did to me look like just like, like he a, was
3: wrapped up I'm in the so in in moment. It. But you still have to be co- conscious of things like that. Sure.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the video, and it's very short too. But yeah, it's, it it and it's the thing too where I think this happened. Even
0: Pat's on. The, I'm just saying it's it's her space, but it did it did like I think I'm not misrepresenting kind of how it looks.
1: No, no, no. I was gonna say it's it's that thing too where if you've ever had something fucked up like races happened to you. Sometimes in the moment you don't react like it's a civil rights movie and like punch right. the person out. Mm-mm. It's like you're walking away going fuck. Yeah, you fuck, have to process what happened. Wait right? a minute, that was fucking racist. Right. Like, and that's how it looks like because because she also didn't like go in for a kiss. He clearly grabbed her head, pulled her in for a kiss, and then she like walks away. And you can and you can to me the energy was very like a hug was fine. We're celebrating. He's like, hey, you know what else is fine? All right, baby, you have a good one. And and I think she was five steps away going, <laughs> wait a fucking minute, dog. Wait a minute. I'm not okay with that. Um, but what definitely does not help, and that's what this article is about, Woody Allen coming to your defense. I just
3: Yeah, They, amen. they was like,
1: brother, you got to go. We can't we can't have him over here. I never want Woody Allen on my side, dog. I, there's never going to be a point when Woody Allen sways the debate to your favor <laughs> unless he's on the other side. <laughs> like, he would have been better off. If he, if Woody Allen was this man's friend, I'd be like, Woody, I need you to go all in on saying this woman's 100% right. <laughs> because it's the only way I'm getting out of this is if people are like, I don't know, man, Woody trying to act like, this shit wasn't cool, you know. <laughs> like, I don't know. But um, as so, as somebody who did read
0: Woody Allen's biography, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's not a creep, but boy, did he make a great case for himself. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: not I think that he's a great
0: he's a great writer. He's a great talent. And I'm reading this book going like, man, what does this guy have to say? And by the end of it, I was like, uh, wow, yeah. Uh, if I was on a jury. If I was on a jury, I'd have to – I'm not saying he didn't do right. something, but I'd be like, I don't have the evidence anymore to convict because this dude put on a hell I of I think a what you
1: need is he gets to have his book, but then Ronan Farrell gets to write a rebuttal book, and then we get to see – then we get to decide. Like, I feel like <laughs> did, if if if, if his book is his own defense attorney, then Ronan Farrell gets to be the prosecutor, and I feel like he's losing. Sure. Because uh, Ronan, Ronan don't, might, Ronan don't he, miss –
0: you know, I'll tell you that the, the, the problem for Ronan Farrow, it's not Ronan Farrow, but Mia Farrow like is like the weakest, like the, def- the, the prosecution's problem mm-hmm. is like all of her baggage and issues and right. like kind of grooming in a different way. Because mm-hmm. that's that's the, the the Woody Allen defense is like, she made these kids hate me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like not totally wrong. But it's also right. super creepy and. But it's, very and it's hard also to, like but I'm just saying, and also because I, I saw that documentary it, too. Everybody.
1: But it's also the <laughs> thing too where, uh, making my kids hate you is what that's a kind of proper reaction to if I found out you were abusing one of the kids. So like because like because in the documentary they had that series on them that was kind of built in like they kind of built into like and this is what he says and I'm like. I hear you, but also, like, totally rational to make your kids hate your motherfucker that did abusive things. So, like, it's not the big joke you think it is, but I see you have to say something. He wasn't going to just never say anything.
0: But what does Sun Yi say?
1: Exactly. You, this is why we're on the same page, because I was going to make the same callback joke like because i once she again said. longevity washes everything clean for people yes it does we're 10 years away from someone on my facebook page going it was a different time okay back then people used to sleep with their adopted children oh, no. and end up marrying them sometimes Mm-mm. they i mean so what about the parents i mean they let her what be adopted
0: It's a whole genre yeah
1: exactly we, I'm not. Listen, y'all can do it. Porn guy in the sketch would also go.
0: So it says here, uh, you have the same name as your uh, your dad, or are you guys married? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that your maiden name or your birth name or both? It could be both. I, I'm very familiar with the the uh, the taboo genre.
1: Along <laughs> uh, <laughs> with that, Ebony. Right. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm looking. I'm just online looking for an Ebony stepdaughter. To, ah, ah, to hopefully spend uh, the rest of my life with. And uh, I just think we should get into that. Ebony stepdaughter interracial. Listen, <laughs> that's that's what their dating profile says. His dating profiles looking for Ebony interracial step door. <laughs> step related stepmom. Like, what? I'm like, <laughs> this is a wild search. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man. Uh last story for white people news. And this is one of my favorite type of stories, okay? Because it feels like a non-story, but at the same time, it's huge news. Okay. I'm an advocate, obviously, of freeing the nipple, and so is Florence Pugh. Okay, she freed the nipple again in a white dress at L.U.K. Style Awards 2023. I'm pro-free the nipple, too. Fuck a bra. Yeah, she's freeing them. There you go, guys. Ciao. The I nipples are free. Hate bras. She's rocking... Uh, She's rocking the hairstyle of Brigitte Nielsen. Uh, she's bringing that back. You know, everything old is new again. This is her. Why for- are we so very bad and you are so very good? <laughs> <laughs> A shout out to the White Widow. You know, Disney's new. I feel like she's stepping into the the Scarlet Joe role of life and just showing out with the nipples, and we love to see it. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's our White People news for today. day. Um, Let's do a little bit of guest Also
0: Oppenheimer. Also Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. She was <laughs> if, fucking in Oppenheimer. If you don't want to look through pesky clothing. <laughs> ah,
1: ah, ah. Have, you, have you been seeing this stuff about, is it Emma? Fuck. I'm, now I'm drawing a blank on a white actress. Uh, there's an actress that's getting a bunch of accolades for raunchy sex scenes, and her movie is being screened at, like, the film festival. i think it's emma stone i just didn't want to fuck it hey, up. Stone, i am gonna say stone
3: too i gonna say nah he might be talking about another
1: emma jl as a, a person that has a lot of hot takes about the award season is it possible emma stone steals florence pugh's grotesque nudity oscar bid with her own grotesque nudity oscar bid
0: yeah, it would be a shame if she did, because uh, no, no offense to Emma Stone. She's a lovely person, lovely actress, but um, I was much more interested and frankly uh, pleasantly surprised at what I saw in Oppenheimer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I think the fact that her role is like 70... I, got ha- I, I, I had tickets to see Oppenheimer, and then two people were sitting next to me, I forget, in a restaurant, but young people... And the one guy, it was a woman and, and her male friend, and I believe he was gay. Mm-hmm. And so he was being very analytic. He wasn't like a bro about it. Right. He was just like, I liked Oppenheimer, but Florence Pugh was like naked the whole time. And I was like, oh, we're changing our tickets to tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> Two for but, Oppenheimer, please. <laughs> but, but her her role was like, Seventy five percent just sitting around naked. Yeah, it was like kind of weird because in the in the in the book it's based off of in the biography right. it's kind of like she's like a little more free spirit. They really connected on multiple levels, like and and so I think that was to convey a freedom that they felt with each other. Mm. But at the same time, it was just like she could wear some clothes, like she could and the, a robe. the new
1: thing Hollywood <laughs> figured out is you can still have just. obscene amount of nudity you just have to get the actress in front of it because she's doing interviews like no i needed to be naked this character (laughs) if you say something bad about how much nudity you're actually taking away my agency right now Mm -hmm. and so you're a piece of shit for being like these men used this 27 year old ingenue as a muse for this film to show her titties every time you're the asshole. That's the,
0: the Sam Levinson, that euphoria guy.
1: That's his whole thing.
0: It's like he, he'll be like Sydney Sweeney. Do you think it was appropriate for you to be naked for all eight episodes and never wear clothing in season three? And she'll give that. And then he'll just go, uh, I support women. So right. I'm just going to stand with Sydney Sweeney right now as she, as you can see, on the red carpet, completely naked. Yes, usual. they figured
1: it out. This, now is brave. <laughs> but here's my thing. And I haven't seen either movie, but Emma Stone's thirty-four, Florence Pugh's twenty-seven. Emma Stone's gonna get the bravery, extra bravery points that Florence Pugh won't get, even if the role isn't as good. I think mm. I think Emma Stone's gonna get the Oscar. I haven't seen either movie. <laughs> that's my hot take. Ah, alright, alright. Let's do some On guest the race. Rope. Let's do some. Yeah. That's my uninformed ass opinion. Alright, let's do some <laughs> uh, guest <laughs> the race. I'll try to get through these quickly. This time for guest the race.
2: This, 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 this,
1: this, this, this time for. Time. Yes. 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 Time. The race. all right guess the race time We go around the globe find different articles guess the race of the people involved karen plays along jl covan is here he's playing along and of course the chat room plays along everyone's races the first article altoona pennsylvania Police were called for a residential burglary in Altoona, but instead of finding a break-in, they found $25,000 worth of fentanyl and other drugs. Goddamn! Alan Phelan Jr., 46, is facing a slew of possession with intent to deliver charges after calling police to his apartment on 15th Avenue at 1 a.m. So he's the one that called it in.
3: At 1 a.m.?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the complaint, he claimed that someone broke into his apartment by breaking his window. However, police said there were no signs that anyone got into the apartment. When asked if he knew anything was if anything was missing, he took police inside. Police were shown various parts of his apartment when they saw what looked like clonazepam pills sitting on an open st- safe. Phelan allegedly told the cops he keeps them in various places in case he has a panic attack. Police noted he was unable to show them a prescription. Also, they found a pill bottle with a white powder out in clear view, along with a small measuring spoon with white residue. Uh, and uh, they took him into custody, got a search warrant, and they found 47 grams of fentanyl, 71 packages of it valued at $25,000. Woo! 13 grams of meth valued at $1,300. 20 grams of marijuana valued at $600. Nine suboxidone, suboxone strips valued at $400, 12 clonazepam valued at $150. They also noted they found an electronic scale, various sized baggies, multiple smoking devices, and small glass valves with twist tops. Uh, it's also noted that he had a previous possession with intent to deliver conviction. He's been put in prison, in jail with a bail of uh, $50,000. Guess the race. God damn. And the partridge in the pear tree, white. The fuck is this? He got everything. He checked the whole list off,
3: didn't he? All right.
0: Jail? Uh, white. That's, that's just very, uh, the whole, there's not a moment during <laughs> the entire story where I thought anything but white.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the chat room says Breaking Bad white. White was able to get prescriptions. Oh, they white. LOLs. Uh, Well, I don't think he had a prescription, but he did get his hands on prescription drugs. Uh, Is Samson Simpson's voice, the dumbest drug dealers in the dope game, white. Uh, Painkiller white, doing too much white, white. Uh, The correct answer is white. Y'all got it. (laughs) And uh, that's Mr. Alan Phelan, Jr., yeah, he yeah.
3: called the cops there. No break. time out a break in. No break in. They gave him a tour. Honestly, he was shocked to get arrested. What was he on? Whatever it
1: was, it was good <laughs> as shit. <laughs> like he was. I feel like he was on drugs when he made the call. He and probably then, was. And, and I mean, if anything is a great advertisement for how effective his drugs was, he imagined a whole break in, called the police, <laughs> yes! and showed them his drugs. It was like what, what, what? I got the right to, to remain silent for. A man arrested at Harry Reid International accused of trafficking over 15 pounds of cocaine. At the airport, that's the airport, right? Uh yeah, Harry Reid International is an airport. At
3: the airport. Uh,
1: Damn. yeah, TSA officials say they found cocaine in uh, this man's luggage according to police documents. Uh it was August 20th. Uh, TSA said they found six plastic-wrapped packages hidden within clothes in the luggage belonging to Mark Washington, a man in his late twenties. Um, don't they know? The, don't he know they X-ray shit? I guess I, I, don't, I don't know what happened. Uh, they say he was on an airplane bound for Cleveland just after eleven p.m. According to the report, Washington said he was unaware of any illegal items inside his suitcase and that his friend packed his bag for him. Oh, okay well with friends like those you know you ever mm-hmm. pack a friend's bag you like man you know what you need six keys of cocaine okay you're gonna have a good time in cleveland <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, after police conducted a field narcotics test they say the substance was approximately 15.6 pounds of cocaine
3: 15.6 the
1: report said he possessed over a thousand grams of cocaine he was arrested and charged with trafficking as well as additional charge of transporting the controlled substance he was booked in the clark county detention center and, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, guess the race of Mr. Uh, was his name? Mark Washington. Black. Okay, Karen's oh. going with black for, for Mark Washington. JL.
0: Mark Washington's a good name. That's like a totally... No idea. No clues. Um, Harry Reid. That's Nevada. Mark oh. Washington. I'm going to go... Mm, white. I'm going to go white. So,
1: Karen, where'd you go? Black. Okay. JL's going white. Let's see the chat room. White, black, another dummy white, blow white. But he says he's just a friend, Negro salesman. Coke white. I didn't know I couldn't do that white. Very split in the chat room, even. The correct answer is Karen, you said black. JL said white. Karen, you got it right. <laughs> I do have to play the booze on JL.
3: And that's him. Yeah, the only Washingtons I know have all been black. I know what about was, George Washington? I bet I know I've been George Washington. Oh, okay, but, but, but you know, but, valid point. But in my lifetime, every Washington I've met has been black. Damn, that's
1: a good-ass point, Karen. I wow. have not yeah. no white. Your racism white sense or. is, is it, that's elite racism right there. I know that might sound silly, but that's, no, why, that's, that's why, is, why I said black. It don't sound silly. You the one that uh, was right. So what, I'll bow to your. <laughs> 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 no, no. Yeah. Uh, all right. so That's it's time. his fault for giving the slaves his name. Time for the final round. Of course, now everything. Can I, can I
0: tell you one one joke uh, yeah. based mm-hmm. on that? I want, I wanted to do a sketch where like where I grew up. Uh, the housing projects where, near where I grew up were all named. It was like the Frederick Douglass houses, the, the Thomas Jefferson houses. So I wanted to do a sketch where like Thomas Jefferson comes back in time and a, like, is like, oh, the Thomas Jefferson houses and like walks
1: through. dude I I don't even I don't know if I've said this on the show or not but for years I've always wanted to do a send-up of the whole like how republicans worship the founding fathers where we go to a time machine and we bring them to now but it's not the joke is the obvious joke is obviously like they're racist and all this shit that's not the joke to me is them being amazed by like a pencil sharpener and the, most the subway shit. and like cars you know what I mean like cause we treat Airplanes these motherfuckers like they're right. elitely smart I just want to see them be like you know like throw something through a TV and be like your ghost screen was trying to stake my soul and you're like <laughs> I don't think this motherfucker knows what an AK-47 can do we should not <laughs> let this person decide everything forever anyway alright <laughs> time to get to the bonus round okay. Karens up one <laughs> But of course, in the bonus round, everything's worth triple the points. Yes. So,
0: don't mess up. Triple the points. Triple the points. Triple
2: the points. Triple the points. Trip. Triple the race. Triple the points. Trip. Triple the points. Triple the points. Trip. Triple the race.
1: Triple the points. Trip. Triple the race. All right. Time for triple the points, triple the race. Here we go. An influencer who used a 1.5 million dollar COVID nineteen relief loan on luxury clothes and designer handbags has been ordered to give them up on March 32nd. They're getting all. They're getting off them people. On March in March, thirty-two year old sorry, in March thirty two year old influencer Danielle Miller pleaded guilty to fraudulently obtaining one point five million dollars in COVID nineteen relief loans to fund her lavish lifestyle, including buying designer clothes, chartered private jets, and renting a luxury apartment. According to a notice of forfeiture Club posted on Monday, the United States District Court for the District of Massachusetts has now ordered her to forfeit some of these luxury items, among them are a Rolex watch, Louis Vuitton bag, several Remo Wild suitcases, and more. Mm. Miller has over thirty four thousand Instagram followers. She was arrested May 2021 and indicted by a grand jury a couple months later. On March 6th, she pleaded guilty to three counts of wire fraud and two counts of aggravated identity theft. Mm. According to a press release. That the- is
0: not enough followers to be pulling off million dollar skins. I thought you were going to be like, she has 1.8 million, 34,000.
1: You didn't buy followers? <laughs> like you did all that and you just you had the same followers as like a comedian that does crowd work? <laughs> <laughs> um, according to a press release from a department of justice the scheme included her impersonating more than 10 people from july 2020 to may 2021 to acquire a total of 1.5 million in economic injury disaster loans which were supposed to be for small businesses in need the release stated that she created fake business names and counterfeit driver licenses to do so the u.s government has now seized more than six hundred thousand dollars from her residence and bank accounts according to a notice of forfeiture the influence are also required to give up the following designer goods she purchased from the loan money, a Louis Vuitton bag. Oh, I said this shit. A pair of Dior shoes, a Dior blouse, two Rimowa suitcases. This seems like chump change for y'all getting stole from $1.6 million, but maybe I just don't know how much things cost. Uh, in an interview with New York Magazine in February last year, Miller seemed to tout her schemes proudly oh god i hate scam culture it's the fucking worst uh she told the outlet that she considers herself more of a con artist than anything you were saying this on in 4k you were just saying this um she she disclosed more details of how she used the fraudulent money to flaunt a decadent lifestyle to her instagram account including pictures of herself standing next to luxury cars and holding expensive handbags She's What's our the
0: Shonda Rhimes series on Netflix about the sc- Anna. Yes, um, the scammer.
1: Yeah, the Anna went. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: and and, and of
1: Delphi yeah, Del- Anna Delphi or something
0: like that. They watch it and go like, "Oh, okay." Oh, like uh, so you know it's it. You missed the part where she's in jail telling her story.
1: <laughs> like the the scam culture thing is so weird to me and. The idea of like worshiping scammers is just I think I don't get it. We kind of lost something there because then it becomes this thing where people work backwards and make themselves stupid. Like, I don't know if you saw the BS High School documentary, but mm. I've seen. People- oh, he, he
0: loves he is not he. It's almost like he's happier yes. that he got caught scamming like he thinks he's pl- like and maybe he's right. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day he'll have something but it makes him look so horrible.
1: Right. And 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 I've seen people kind of make like tangential arguments that avoid most of the horrible shit he did to be like, "Hey man, I mean, he's just if there's no rule, you can't play football with a fake football." I'm like, "What about the beating <laughs> his girlfriend in front of the kids? What about running over ducks in front of uh, uh, with the the team truck what about making the team beat up a homeless man what about taking ppp loans out and these kids names fucking up their credit forever um what about making people play till they tore their acls like there's a lot of not harmless shit that isn't just oh he ripped off that hotel by saying he was gonna pay him in credit like this dude but isn't isn't this
0: the real world extension of what we were talking about with tiktok like Mm -hmm. like now it's like people are doing re, like forget copying people now people are like oh if i have to like do a if getting if doing real crimes right will get make me an influencer or get me a brand okay if if anything
1: is <laughs> funny this is where they innovate <laughs> like this is where they go, yeah. you know i'm gonna add on to this scheme i'm going i'm gonna add high school basketball to this fucking scheme like what um, so um, <laughs> she's already spent time at Rikers Island, which houses New York City's largest jail, for using stolen credit card information to book appointments at a spa on the Upper West Side. What? While there, the magazine reported she met Anna Sor- Sorokin. Wow. Anna Delphi. The infamous scammer, also known as Ella Delphi, <laughs> whose crimes inspired inventing Anna. So, right there, she met her hero. Maybe that's what she got. She, wow, <laughs> She thought she was on the right path. Uh, she may, before Miller made news for headlines with her recent COVID-19 fraud, she was the victim of one of the early cases of viral revenge porn on the internet known as Swiffer Girl. When she was only 13, Miller told New York Magazine as an adult, she found that the t- reputation it gave her was nearly impossible to escape. Miller's story was the subject of an episode of a Hulu docu-series, The Age of Influence. Miller pleaded guilty to three counts of wire fraud, which each hold up to 20 years in prison. She also faces two charges of aggravated identity theft, which each have a mandatory two-year prison sentence after other other sentences are imposed. Um, so, yeah, I guess sentencing will, was, will be September 7th. Uh, She's currently serving a five year sentence for a separate bank fraud case in Florida that involved her attempting to use a fake passport to obtain money at a Chase drive through window in 2020. Whew. All right. Guess the race of Danielle Miller.
3: I'm going to go with. This was kind of a tough one, but I'm going to stick with my initial one, White.
1: All right. JL?
0: Um. First, I kind of felt bad at the end when, because it seems like if she was a victim of revenge porn at 13, that this has maybe made her this kind of like, right. fuck it, like, I, like, which is sad. Yeah. Um, I, w- I wish you'd left that part out so I would feel less article, guilty.
1: So this is what we do here. All right. I'll give you the full um, picture.
0: I, I was for a little bit. I thought maybe she's like Anna, Anna, whatever her name, inventing Anna's like, 50 cent to her Eminem. (laughs) But but the totality of it is, I think even though this will, I automatically lose to Karen White. I'm going White as
1: well. Check the chat room. White as fuck. Hulu doc, that's the White half uh uh but did they take her lulu lemons white bragged about it to the media white as white as the driven snow bag lady your hustle just went bust white young scammy and black i'm stumped but gonna say white white claw influencer the type of items is what led me to black and then white uh the correct answer is jl karen you got it right white And a couple people in the chat room missed it. Yeah. The PPP loan scam can go either way with race. I feel like I've seen right. just as many black influencers mm-hmm. fuck it up with the PPP yeah, loan. I was going to go
3: black, but as you kept going on, I was like, this sounds like some white shit.
1: Honestly, what would have made me go white for her is getting interviewed by like New Yorker magazine. They don't talk to blacks.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, and a Who documentary. Only-
1: and only the Hulu thing could be black the but the the new yorker new york times when they go out and find horrible people and interview them like with these kind of when you read them these they're kind of like adoration in the there's a little adoration in it like it's not full disgust and and when you see them on twitter the writers always kind of low-key defend the person like i just thought they were interesting Person to talk to that's only for white people. I've never seen a right. black person get that treat Oh, like that
0: New York Times Elizabeth Holmes article. Yes. That was like I was like caught up in her aura. <laughs> and then you see her and you
1: like this mob head bitch, right. it's no fucking way. With that fake deep ass voice. Get uh, out of here. I saw your uh new segment, uh your new bit about it on um the fucking uh, the Patreon. You guys yeah. should follow his Patreon. Um, so good. So good. Thank you. So funny cuz that that is shit I've said about this woman. <laughs> I I remember when I saw that documentary. I must have talked about it on the pregame or something. It's probably behind the paywall, but I I think I was talking about watching that documentary and Justin was here and I was so frustrated cuz I was like, "Justin, they just want a fucker." Right. It's not there's nothing deep else. here. Like this is not a there's not even a smart scam like no, where you're not. like, "Oh right. fuck." I see what she did. She manipulated. She the wasn't no- doing like, anything spectacular. It was just these and they kept showing old rich white dudes Giving who were just like looking like well you know when you're in her aura, it's just, uh, just very powerful and I'm like she don't even she got split ends.
3: Right. She
1: didn't even try. She didn't even try. Uh, anyway check out JL's because <laughs> it expounds upon that and it's much funnier. Um, Alright last thing of course sword ratchetness and then we get out of it. <laughs> A, bur- a Pennsylvania State Police say a burglar used a samurai sword to try get to... Get
3: ready for back oh, to school <laughs> with going on... Oh, go- oh,
1: shit. Back to school, everybody. How do I make this article? Oh, okay. So it looks like I can play the article. So what we're going to do is let them say it after this fucking commercial they play for about 10 seconds. Uh, but... Shout out to New York. They just not getting back. We've been back down south. We right. been like get them kids in school. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Oh, wait. Let me turn this volume. Now the volume doesn't work. Uh it's one of these. It's just a reader. Uh fucking we're losing recipes for the news.
3: Right. All I right. don't believe in people just talking over it.
1: Yeah, like I this is with the volume up. So they're just like fuck it. Uh all right then. Uh I'll just read a man used a samurai sword and a hammer to break into a smoke shop in New York County two different times. Wow. Yeah. A burglar a burglary happened in June and an attempted break in in July. About four thirty a.m., an unidentified male broke into a two-z smoke shop in Red Line. The male utilized a hammer to break the window inside the back door. He then entered the smoke shop and stole packs of cigarettes. He got away with a thousand dollars worth of cigarettes. Wow! Then in July, six forty a.m., a man tried to get into the samurai sword. I mean, the smoke shop with a samurai sword. The man used a sword to attempt to pry off a of metal. I love that when I make a mistake, Karen <laughs> smiles and laughs harder than any fucking joke I've ever written. Honest to God, it's funny. It's funny. I, I could write 400 TV shows. Um, the male used a sword to attempt to pry off a of metal covering that had been placed over the door. The man was wearing a black, gray, and white camouflage jacket with orange stripping on the hood. So, my goodness. Be careful, even at the smoke shop, you're not safe. Mm-mm. They coming for your cigarettes. JL, tell everybody where to find the many things that you yes.
0: uh, that you do. Thank you. Yes, jlcomedy.com has links to my two podcasts, to my Patreon, um, and ticket links for all my upcoming shows, which are, please get tickets to these, uh, October, well, I'm in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, September 15th and 16th, Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania, October eleventh, Burbank, California. Two shows on October twentieth, Salt Lake City. October twenty eighth, the day after I go see the jazz play. So it's a, <laughs> a, a, lo- a maybe Carl will be there. Weekend in Utah,
1: Carl Malone. Maybe will be there.
0: Carl Malone. I'll get a picture and post it on Patreon <laughs> so that it can't go public. If you, um. <laughs> yeah,
1: if you had an opportunity to take a picture with Carl Malone in two thousand twenty three, do you do it and do you? post it anywhere here's what i
0: do out of i would i would have i would say hi to him in in honor of my childhood my favorite basketball player growing up i would not take a picture um because a i don't want the smoke and b i don't think actually let's be real ignoring the backwoods country
2: Mm -hmm.
0: criminality of a different era, but still criminal. Right. I don't think me and Carl would actually get along at all. I I think he's a truck. He's a motorcycle riding Republican hunting kind of probably a mean
3: dude. Yeah. He looks mean, don't he?
0: Mm -hmm. But, um, I also would never mess with him because at 60, he still looks like he could get 15 Woo! and 10 in the NBA today. This oh! is the...
1: this is And my, he's
0: my favorite player. Like, uh, just from, a, this, from that, putting that, sealing that up, that's my favorite player, basketball player. This is my but,
1: thing about Carl Malone <laughs> that I just... I, I hear the Twitter, Warriors, I get it. I see what y'all said. But this whole we need to make him accountable it's never happening Mm-mm. because if i see this big motherfucker i'm absolutely rolling the fuck over i'm absolutely gonna be like carl malone, all right buddy you have i won't take a picture i won't but if you right. think i'm gonna be like you motherfucking 13 year old statutory I, no i he told carl malone, carl malone told kobe's wife while kobe was alive I'm hunting little Mexican girls, and they were on the same team in the same locker room. And you know what happened? Not a goddamn thing. Because ain't ain't nobody going to do shit to Carl Malone. Mark Lamont Hill once tried to ask him some serious question on a couch one time, and where it was nothing between them was space and opportunity. Carl just gave him a look to a certain question and that interview was over dog was, no one's getting their ass whooped for y'all on the internet dog mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. what it yes. is in real life but yeah check out jl coven I, I can't tell y'all oh enough. yes and sorry the last
0: yes. and then obviously tall boy is free on my youtube and half black face is not free i'd appreciate purchases uh, but if you stream give it a nice review you won't be disappointed and the last show for new york city is a making a live making podcast great again uh that's december 1st so if you can get tickets to any of those, or get any of that stuff, or join the Patreon, or just subscribe to the podcast, all of it, all of it, all of it counts because um, I'm talking to high value fans. Yeah, of the black guy who
1: takes. And, and, and keep in mind, man, JL like he's not working now. He's working as a full time comedian, <laughs> yeah, not <true>. not <laughs> by choice. He's a full time yeah, comedian choice. now. Dreams uh, come true. All you have to do is twenty years <laughs>
0: grinding at your dream and then have your day job fire you, and then you're a full-time comedian. So don't let let the haters tell you dreams can't come true.
1: (laughs) This is like Dark Knight Rises, when the only way to get out the cave, you have to take off the rope. Exactly. But life took the rope off of JL for him. (laughs) Like, he didn't make a brave, heroic decision, like, I'm going to take off this rope, and I'm going to take a chance on myself and jump. Life was like, give us the fucking rope. Now jump! (laughs) <laughs> so hopefully this is the transition to where he's a full-time comedian. I, I would love to see y'all I would support see everything this too. man does. He's very funny. He's uh, hilarious. And I think, you know, when it comes to comedy, I'm funny first. Uh I'm, we- I'm weird like that. I'm one of mm-hmm. funny first people. And uh yeah, JL is so fucking funny. And and honestly, dude, I can't say it enough. Half Blackface, it is a masterpiece. It is so good. It. It literally it's, I like, you know, you. the way Thank my brain works, much. I'm normally like, even as I'm listening to something that I love, I'm like, oh, they could have did a callback here. Oh, man, that transition. I can see how that was a little weird. Sure. This shit. I was just like, fuck every, every beat, every note, every transition to everything. <laughs> and, and knowing your podcast, knowing you personally, things that you've talked about in real life making them funny is so that's the hard part for and I feel like a lot of comedians have tapped out on that part where they're like I'm just gonna say it and it's just gonna have to be sad and I'm like I mean I guess but right. I I think, I think I think I came here to laugh and yeah, man. Like I, 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 I won't burn any jokes, but just stuff like with your brother and and your sister in law, and the stuff with the, the 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 college spring break stuff. It's just so fucking funny from 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 track one to the end track, dude. Uh, take a bow. Um, oh, we'll be back. Uh, I know Thursday we're doing ballsy sports, we may or may not do a show tomorrow. Live show is Saturday. Mm-hmm. Get, your Get your tickets. Links in the show note. Don't forget live if you want to watch live you can buy tickets whenever if you're gonna be there in person if you get the virtual tickets you need to get them tickets by By friday Friday night because it will not be on sale saturday and the last thing i want is a bunch of fucking emails of like man i'm trying to get to the no you we said it too many times it just means you don't really fuck with us because you didn't listen to none of these other shows well we told you not to do that so all right y'all uh we'll talk to you then Until next time, I love you. I love you too.